But I can't beat on the powerless when my cup's already
face. You're getting some ass. Yeah, baby. Yeah. And be the best at what I am. Yeah, you're goddamn right. Good morning, ass family, and welcome to a Joe Murphy Thursday, also known as Friday Eve. I hope that everybody is having a great, great morning so far. Uh, I know that I am. Uh, wait, hold on. Where is it at? There it is. Um, Going to Bucky. <laughs> already did. Florida has Disney World. We have Bucky. You're goddamn right we got Bucky's, and I went there this morning. Got me some Bucky's and went and got me some McDonald's. Got me a, a bacon, egg, and cheese biscuit with a round egg on there, extra cheese, put the hash browns on there. Mwah! That was good breakfast. I, I got to tell you, but yesterday I perfected the egg on toast. I perfected it. You know, I made one early in, in the day uh, for breakfast, and it was, it was probably the greatest one I ever made. I found the secret is the bread. The bread is the secret, and I have found now the secret bread. Pepperidge Farms, Hardy White, that's the way to go. Got to go get some more of that. But then I, I, I was thinking yesterday, because I was watching some, uh, some barbecuing shows, and they were showing uh, barbecue bologna. Well, it, it's not barbecue bologna, it's smoked bologna. I, I know smoking and barbecue, it, it, it's the same, but it ain't. So I want a recipe for barbecue bologna, but nobody had anything. So I was like, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fry some bologna. Uh, their one recipe was fry bologna and then cover it with barbecue sauce. That's not barbecue bologna. I even thought about taking some, putting some barbecue on the grill yesterday, but I didn't do it. So I fried a piece of bologna. I said, ooh, what will this taste like on an egg on toast? And let me tell you, heaven, heaven, that was my day yesterday. It was fan-fucking-tastic. So there you go. Uh, let's say some good mornings. I, I think I've got the good mornings thing kind of figured out here. But, but I, I hope. Let's see. Uh, first one here, hockey player. This morning, ass family, Ralphie. Like a nightmare. This is good morning, ass family. So happy to be part of this fantastic community. Have a delightful Day. Well, you too. Uh, Donald, what, what, Donald, what did we figure on you? Uh, I, no, that ain't it. Did I make- Which one did we have for you, Don? Oh. Day is never finished. There it is. Master got me working. Right. Someday Master set me free. There you go. Good morning, Donald. Says happy Joe Murphy Day. The good Darren is in the house. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. Please be a fart. I mean, good Darren is so excited. He said, good morning, ass family. Happy Joe Murphy Day twice. Two times. If you don't chew Big Red, then f*** you. Damn right, Battleborn in Nebraska. Good morning, ass family. It's another day for the Dr. St. States and Tahoe Joe. Indeed it is. Mr. J. Mr. J, that is his name. And all while DJs, he will tame. Says, good morning and happy Joe Murphy Day. It took me four days to kick the vacation hangover, but I'm finally here and I am on time. Yes, you are. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. Hey, yo. 
Gold says, good morning, ass. It's early, but I hope this is legit. Breaking news for immediate release. Republican State Treasurer Kimberly Yee has announced she is currently the acting governor of Arizona. Katie Hobbs is no longer the governor as for now for unknown reasons, but she's expected to return tomorrow. It is true. Mm. Hold on, I got a white weird dip out of my mouth. Um, I, it is true she stepped down for a day and she didn't say why. I imagine it's cartel business. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Do, do politics make any sense to anybody? I mean, I mean, we, we have a bunch of shit to talk about today. A lot of political shit. Thank God Joe's going to be here. And then we've got some real... We're instituting the donkey of the day again. We're going to start and end the show. We've got two donkeys of the day to talk about today. And we'll get to them here in just a second. Uh, But I got to continue saying good mornings. Christine. Christine. 16. This is good morning, Arnie and ass family. Well, good morning to you, Christopher. You fucking whore. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Go home. Get my dinner ready. Christopher says, Arnie, were you playing Soundgarden to make me cheer up after last night's debate? Thank you, man. I really appreciate it. Well, hold on a second here. First of all, uh, it, was a, it was a tribute to Chris Cornell. We did Temple of the Dog. We did Soundgarden. And then we did uh, uh, oh, Audio Slave. Those are, I, I love those three songs. And I, my favorite song is Dusty by Soundgarden. But I play that one all the time. So I, I, I mixed it up this time. But uh, we're going to talk more about the debate tomorrow. My buddy Hutch, who was a political science professor, uh, is going to be on the show tomorrow. And we're going to have some fun with it. All I got to say is that what was with Swami's hair? Every time Swami started to talk, all I heard was... (laughs) He looked like Butthead. His hair looked like butthead. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. What was up with his do last night? And the, the 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 governor of South Dakota? Boy, that guy looks like a used car salesman like there's no tomorrow. Holy shit. Wow. That guy was funny. Hey, Aaron says, morning, ass family. Well, good morning to you, Aaron. Derek! Bucka! Bucka! Says, good morning, ass family. Bucka! It's finally Friday Eve. Let's do this. Bucca. Yes, let's do this for shizzle. Whitewash, good morning, says, good morning, ass family. Great way to start the day with the great Chris Cornell. Fred! Why can't car seats fit in the back of a Mustang? Because men can't have kids with other men. You got that right, Fred. Good morning to you, my friend. I hope that you are doing well. Douglas! Screw your freedom. I think it worked. Yep, I think our little plan worked. You went through the website. There you go. Uh, Ralphie says on fire, Cowboys girl! We're not going to bow down and kiss the ring of the alphabet cult. No, no, we are not. Trash Panda! Oh, I this morning, ass family, the notorious Rev. Whosoever therefore shall be ashamed of me and of my words. Okay, uh, all right, we get it, Jesus. Notorious Rev, good morning to you, my friend. 
Uh, he says, I need this show today. Oh, it's going to be a doozy today. College Station. The stars at night are big and bright. Ah, <laughs> oh, good morning to you, my friend. Safety guy is all up in the house. Safe like repair, safe like replace. Cowboys girls headed to Stinson Beach. Well, good for you. Uh, enjoy your day there. Stink fist. Morning ass magic number down to two. Arnie, I'm rooting for you. Meanwhile, I'm hoping my A's get that magical 50-win mark. Hey, I'm rooting for that, buddy. Two wins away. Boy, last night shutting out the Angels. Humongous. Humongous. Fucking Astros won, though, man. Man, If the Astros would have lost last night, our number would have been down to one. Fucking bastards. Crap. I'm I'm ready for it to be over. Come on now. I've had enough. Mad Hatter. Shitter was full. Well, good morning to you, my friend. I hope you're doing very, very well today. Hangtown Jen. You know I don't speak Spanish. I hope that you're doing good. Keyless Chuck missed my walk-in. I'm Chuck. Oh, I'm sorry. He's something, isn't he? Did I, did I just... I, I'm sorry about that, Chuck. I'm Chuck. He's something, isn't he? Uh, AOCs of the day, College Station. There's only one queen, uh, Donkey... Uh, Derek, what does Hugh mean? <laughs> uh, I didn't watch, so I'm relying on you to inform me about the debates. Well, we, like I said, we will we will go into depth about it uh, tomorrow as I stew on it a little bit more because I watched about 40 minutes of it last night. You're welcome. And all I got to say is it turned into the Fox pregame football show where everybody was just talking all over. And by the way, what was with Charo as one of the moderators? The hoochie-coochie gal from the Love Boat. She was a moderator. She was obviously the, the plant from Univision. I couldn't understand a goddamn word she said. I mean, seriously. Ogre! Buenos dias, amigo! The governor of South Carolina looked like The Undertaker. Tim Scott or Tom Scott, whatever, the black guy? Well, he was throwing some haymakers. That's all I'll say. Uh, Yeah, the app broke. I'm using Chrome to listen. Nice. College Station, good morning to that. Uh, Triple T in in the house. I don't know how to put this, but I'm kind of a big deal. Yeah. People know me. Now, now we we have a we have to start kind of a somber note today. Uh, this is for our friendy Rise, who she's not able to join us live this morning. Uh, I believe she's getting her hair did somewhere in the great state of Texas because in Oklahoma they can't cut hair; they just burn it. Um, so she's in Texas getting her hair did, and she sent me this story last night. She's uh, she's she's kind of upset about this because she's a huge Harry Potter fan. Goddamn nerds. Um, actor Michael Gambon, best known for playing Albus Dumbledore of Harry Potter, has died at the age of 82 following a bout with pneumonia. We are devastated to announce the loss of Sir Michael Gambon. The statement issued in his publicist, beloved husband and father, Michael died peacefully in the hospital with his wife, Anne, and son, Fergus. Fergus? 
at his bedside following a bout of pneumonia. He was 82. Well, that 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 is very sad. Uh, the Harry Potter fans out there, look, I, I give you a hard time. Goddamn nerds. Nerds! I'm sorry. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, Ogre says, yes, coach. By the way, that governor of North Dakota, if you see the governor of South Dakota, you'll know why. Oh, oh yeah, the, the, the South Dakota one's the one Tommy thinks is going to run for VP. That's North Dakota, okay. Yeah, that North Dakota guy, boy, he is something else, let me just tell you. Oh, my lucky stars. The one, the only bratty kid is in the house. Shut the fuck up. Shut all the way the fuck up until you reach the top of Shut Fuck Mountain where there are no more fuck-ups to shut. Wow. <laughs> well, I hope that you have a good day. This morning, something about flossing my teeth feels so good to fling that shit out between my teeth. I know, when I take my teeth out and, like, hose them off, oh, there's nothing better than rubbing them gums on my tongue. Oh, yeah. Christine. She says, I'm a Harry Potter fan. Uh, you talking about Burgum? Did he die in Lambda Lambda Hospital? Harry Potter is so overrated. I've seen maybe a couple of the movies. I, I, Safety guy says pneumonia. You mean COVID-3000? I'm surprised they didn't try to make this a, a COVID thing. But, hey, it's sad, and, and, and I'm sorry. I, I know there are a lot of fans out there uh, of Harry Potter. So there you go. Um, real quick, we got an email in and all our emails. We usually do emails on Wednesday. Uh, but this one is a special email. It came in uh, late last night. Uh, I'm going to read it. And all of our emails brought to us by our fine friends over at JS Floors. Best floors in the West. Flooring store in the West. The rest. The, the, you know what? The, the rest. The, re- the, the rest would vote for the, the, the North Dakota governor. Because they're that weird. They, that, that's how weird they are. So, well, real quick letter. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Big Ass Fan. Now, if you were here yesterday, a couple days ago, Big Ass Fan was having some troubles with his um, issues with alcohol. And I gave him some, some tips on, on how to stay sober that day and to make it one day at a time. He didn't make it, unfortunately, and that's a part of it. You know, it doesn't have to be, but it is, sadly. And uh, I said, well, you know what to do. You got to get on it. Good luck to you. Because he's got to do all the heavy lifting. I can't do the heavy lifting for him. And then yesterday, uh, he wrote the show, and he got banned from the, the board. For saying I'm about to like chew on some bullets or whatever, you know, a, a, a suicide reference. And I said, okay, uh, I had to stop things with Tommy. And I, I don't like to do like, you know, those message type shows when I got Tommy in here, when I have guests because we're trying to have fun. I will if it, if it desperately needs to, but that didn't desperately need to. Take it from somebody who did try to commit suicide. When you reach out to people online, you reach out, you really don't want to do it that bad. I didn't reach out to anybody. I just cut veins. And I'm glad that you didn't, big-ass fan. So 
He wrote yesterday and said, losing my shit and thank you for not kicking me to the curb like everyone else. You're a real person who cares, it shows. I'm under doctor's care now and I'm taking antipsychotics. They haven't kicked in yet, obviously. Please accept my apologies and pass them on to that redneck regular guest. Thank you for your time and consideration. Uh, Big ass fan. Well, that is no problem. I just hope that you can get the help that you need to get. Okay? Because you need to get help. Uh, Damn it. I can't believe I missed the drama. It wasn't much drama. It was only a couple minutes. Uh, Let's see. Uh, Harry Potter made $7.7 billion. I wouldn't call that overrated. No. No, look, it's just not my thing. I'm not a Wizards guy. I wasn't really a big Jurassic fan guy. I never got into the damn Lord of the Rings because that was a movie about walking. Like, all them mall walkers, I, I swear to God, Lord of the Rings has to be their favorite movie because that's all they do is fucking walk in that damn movie. Good Christ. Well, now, I, I told you that we're bringing back uh, an old feature that we used to have a long, long time ago, the donkey of the day. <laughs> Lord of the Rings must be Alicia's favorite movie. Yes. Oh, absolutely. This was, I just found this early this morning, so I've got to do this um, right now because this lady is absolutely out of her mind. This is Ariel Akins, and she is a a, a coordinator and a, a higher up in the Chicago Black Lives Matter. And here's what she had to say about recent looting that happened. If somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike, because that makes sure that that person eats. That makes sure that that person has clothes. That's reparations. That is reparations. Anything they want to take, take it, because these businesses have insurance. They're going to get their money back. My people aren't getting anything. Um, what are those reparations for? Uh, let's see. So theft makes up for that theft. Yeah. Nope. That is theft. It needs to be prosecuted. Um, what reparations? Wait, 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 wait. How many, how many slaves are breaking into Nike town? How many former slaves are going and getting Gucci boxes? And by the way, by the way, let's just halt this shit right now. I want to stop this lie in its fucking tracks. As AOC started this bullshit, let me play her one more time. Somebody decides to loot a Gucci or a Macy's or a Nike because that makes sure that that person eats. Make sure that person eats. Well, as long as they're eating crack or heroin or pills or they're selling it to get themselves some bling and they're going to eat that, don't tell me this shit is free. Do, do, do they maybe spend some of the money on food? Sure. But it's not like they're going down to the supermarket after they sell a $20,000 Louis Vuitton bag for $1,000 and stocking up on $1,000 worth of fucking groceries. Stop it. 
See, th- this is why you go stop it. Because that's a fucking lie. It's like you assholes that in the past would stop and you would offer a job to that guy with the sign on the street that would say, we'll work for food, and that guy goes, look, I'm just here for money. Get a woman a job uh, doing press release for the White House. She can lie with such conviction. What does she mean those people have insurance? My people have nothing. It's theirs to take so they can eat. Oh, she's talking about the businesses. She's talking about when you go into Macy's and you rob Macy's, they have theft insurance that makes them whole. The problem is, is that nobody wants to talk about this. This is the problem. The problem is, is that when that insurance pays off this looting and stuff, then their insurance prices rise. And maybe if they've been looted enough times, the insurance company says, we won't insure you anymore. So without insurance then, if they get looted a third time, they will not be made whole, which means they close down and people lose their jobs. The end. So don't give me this insurance bullshit. You have to have insurance to run a business. Do you have insurance that I won't shoot you in the fucking head if you try to rob from my store? I hope so, because I ain't paying for that shit. Tell you that right here, right goddamn now. Sassy Pammy? Hey, cowboy. Hey. You're not just doing this to make your wife jealous, are you? Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Good morning to you. Keith Chuck says in California you can steal food if you're hungry. Can't do that there. I, 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 I'm just so bewildered by all this. Swoosh! Uh, then the premium goes up and stores can't afford to do business in those areas. AOC will tell you I'm a, you're an idiot without saying you're an idiot. Punish looting with 20 years. I would say so. 20 years and cut their hands off. I'm, I'm down with that for sure. Warbird! You talking to the Rolex! Wearing diamond ring, wearing kiss stealing, wheeling dealing, limousine riding, jet flying, son of a gun, and I'm having a hard time holding these alligators down. Warbird, I don't know if you've heard this recently, but roll tide, baby. Roll tide, let's go. Come on, Nick Saban. Let's start winning by 50. Uh, Swoosh says Target's closing stores, including one here in Pittsburgh, uh, Pittsburgh, California. Whole shopping center is about to turn into a homeless encampment. Uh, they're closing one down in Harlem. They're closing one in Chicago. I mean, where they're closing the stores, you're going, what? Why are they closing those stores there? Well, it's because they're being robbed all the time. That's why. Hey, it's Enrico Palazzo. Chazman says happy Friday, Assy, or Eve, as family. Have the best possible, everyone. Safety guy says, stealing food when you're starving is forgivable. Stealing other shit is not. And they aren't stealing food. Let's stop that. Uh-huh. Let, 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 let's just stop that. They aren't stealing food. They're, se- they're stealing Nikes. They're se- stealing high-end merchandise so they can resell it and buy whatever fucking kicks they want and all that kind of bullshit. I don't have an anger problem. I have an idiot problem. Kale says, don't worry, I'm here. I'm here. There you are. AOC needs to suck on a 12-gauge. Amen to that. 
I don't care. I uh, really like the cutting off the hands because they will be more dependent on the government. Oh, that's a good call. That's a good call. How about when we send them to prison, we just break all their fingers for like, like, like a four-year stint? I like that one. If the looting disqualified them from free checks, they'd be okay with cutting off the hands. Oh, we can work that in there, too. And why do they get off calling it looting? It's not during the time of war or riot. They're doing this as theft. They're thriving bastards. Yes, these are teams of people that get together. You you remember how they used to have flash mobs that would show up and they'd do a dance routine somewhere? I don't know where everybody had the time to practice it, but it's still pretty fucking intense when it happens. These are called flash robs, where they just show up and they steal everything. Now, now, don't go cutting off hands. They can't do anything productive other than being scan bags or targets. Instead, just brand T on their chin. Oh, ooh, the scarlet letter approach. I like that. Very Hester Print of you. If the business employees get hurt in the process, it goes as a workers' comp case, too. Well, th- then you put the armed guards at the door, and when these people come running out the front door, it's like a turkey shoot. They resell on Amazon or at flea markets. It's all profit, yeah? Uh, Abolish the cruel and usual punishment ban. Amen to that. Amen to that. I've always wanted to be in a flash mob, the dance version. Flash scab, that name should be banned, yeah. Um, Now, I'm going to talk about this also tomorrow after we talk about the debate because last night's debate, I will say this. One of the main people brought up was Donald Trump, and, and I saw a couple polls released that said the winner of the, the debate last night was Donald Trump, which, by the way, it doesn't surprise me. It doesn't surprise me at all. It was, just, it, it, it was more comical than anything to watch last night. Um, there's allegedly, today is the day that they're going to be releasing a lot of evidence into the impeachment inquiry. We'll talk more about this tomorrow. I'm just going to go through some of the bullet points. Um, Joe's share of Chinese millions of dollars, whistleblower's testimony, um, voicemail and a D.C. dinner. Uh, Let's see. The partners are all kind of scummy. Shared money, shared phones. Uh, It's just so much evidence, and they haven't done anything yet. Just so much evidence. But like I said, we'll talk more about that tomorrow because we have other stuff we got to get to because we got Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy coming up, and then we got this fucking idiot. You you know, I can't. It's like I can't do a show anymore without playing. This guy, I tell you what, by the way, by the way, last night the Senate rescinded the uh, dress code. So Fetterman's not going to be able to look like a fucking bum anymore like he did yesterday. When he decided that he was going to do something very non-democratic and call out China for buying America farmland. And then he kind of went too far. And let me say, I hope many of our colleagues agree the Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. I believe that. 
I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all of their, their farmland. And let me say. Are you mad at them because they're taking their pandas back? Is this why? Because you're, that's your favorite thing to see at the Washington Zoo? When you go there and you're fucking gooped out of your brain on fucking anti-psych meds, and you go and you look at the pandas and probably masturbate, you don't want them to have farmland in America because... Say, I hope many of our colleagues agree. The Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. I believe that. I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all of their, their farmland. By the way, nobody laughed. Nobody in there laughed at that. Um... V. Coop says someone want to tell him where the pandas come from. Yeah, see, see, that's the thing. That that psst, they're Chinese pandas. They're on loan from China, and they want them back. We'll get more. Panda is a type of heroin. Maybe that's what he's talking about. What the fuck? They're taking their pandas back. Well, our lease with them is up. Yeah, those pandas are ours. Damn it. He might die of a fatal stroke. Well, now I'm a little pissed about the panda thing. They're not our pandas. The logic behind that argument, flawless. How can he be right about one thing and so completely moronic? Well, because he's in the government, that's how. That's the animal he sees when he's off his meds, his talking panda. Did you know that even if a panda is born somewhere else, there's still property of China? Nobody owns pandas but China. I didn't know that. That's incredible. Take the retarded kid to see the pandas. Fair call. I'm on with him on this one. No agricultural. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's the part that's the most shocking part is this is actually coherent. And let me say, I hope many of our colleagues agree. The Chinese government and other U.S. adversaries should own zero, zero agricultural land in our country. Now, that's where he should have just stopped. This is where his handlers have to fucking put, you know, a fucking horse, a carrot or something in his mouth. Because? Believe that. I mean, they're taking back our pandas. You know, we should take back all... (laughs) You know, his assistant is just sitting there going, Fuck me. He had to bring up the fucking pandas? The pandas? Oh. I had him at the beginning. I totally agree. If you're not a citizen, you can't own land. Well, except the trash panda is not owned by China. You're goddamn right he isn't. He's owned by buttholes and applebees. I don't want them owning any land here, not for that reason, but they shouldn't be able to buy. Christopher says, I hear retards like the zoo, hashtag Rocky. Anyone ever wonder if Fetterman's stroke is so bad they have to plug him in AI speech aid? How does China own all the pandas? I, 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 I'm, I'm not sure. Jeff, yo! Says, this guy is as dumb as Sleepy Joe. What the hell are we doing? 
I, I wish I knew. I wish I knew. I don't care if they're not our pandas. They are loved here. It's not like China knows them. It's like taking a dog 10 years later who you lost as a puppy. It's just not fair. Zero land to adversaries. Pandas are only native to China and part of the breeding program requires them to be owned that way. All right. Uh, I need a shot collar to zap him. He thinks pandas start pandemics. I'm just saying pandas got him some support. Bill Gates and China own most of the agricultural land now, and that's scary. Who has it harder, Biden's staff or Fetterman's? Biden's. Joe Biden. Look, look, Joe, Joe, Fetterman's staff, they realize that they've got an exceptional moron on their hands. Biden's staff, he gets worse every day. I just Googled it. It's called Panda Diplomacy. They rent out the pandas to the zoo. That's what I thought. They, I, I, I thought it was like a lease or, a, you know, a, a, a little trade deal that we do with them. Uh, but, yeah. Damn, damn, damn. Triple Mama 5 says Panda Spy is going back home. Pandas should be extinct. Looks like they voted for a dress code in Congress. Yeah. Fetterman probably is able to wipe his ass versus Biden. Barely. So, yeah, so Fetterman got into it yesterday because he's an idiot. And then there's this post by this fucking idiot. It says, a federal probe into President Biden's handling of classified documents prior to becoming president has grown into a sprawling investigation. Oh, my. Several sources estimate that as many as 100 witnesses have already been interviewed, with interviews conducted as recently as last week. By the way, uh, I see somebody said this here. I need to get out of my bedroom. My wife is laughing uncontrollably right now at the Panda Talk. She's having non-COVID icks and can hardly breathe. I apologize. The Pandas. (laughs) Hold on a second here. Hold on. <laughs> Please come up. Oh, God. Let's this... go to Brian Fantana. Live on the scene with a Channel 4 News exclusive. Brian. And to watch. The mood is tense. I have been on some serious, serious reports, but nothing quite like this. I, 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 uh, Ching. King is inside right now. I tried to get an interview with him, but they said, nope, you can't do that. He's a live bear. He will literally rip your face off. Hey, you're making me look stupid. Get out here, panda jerk. See? See, not everybody likes pandas. Brian Fantana doesn't like they pandas. Uh, um, but I saw the word COVID there. Hey, let's send some good vibes uh, your out's way. Your out has been uh, crippled with the COVID. For the last week or so, she says she's been really sick. So if we can send some good vibes her way, uh, I'd, I'd much appreciate that. Getting back to this Joe Biden handling sensitive documents. Could it be true? Would it be true? Won't you arrest the president? I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm just asking.
I mean, isn't there somebody right now who's who's going to have a trial? Now, I, 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 I don't know if I'm getting this right because I, I get stories like this mixed up all the time. There's somebody out there. I, I can't think of the guy's name right now. Um, but but allegedly had these sensitive documents in his home in Florida that the FBI raided, and they, they went through his wife's underwear drawer, which I would have done too, um, went through his 16-year-old son's pornography collection, which I probably would have too, um, for these, these sensitive documents. And he's on trial for it, but... At least he had the right to do it at one point. Joe Biden never had the right to do it, and now they're finally investigating? They're looking into this? All it's got to do is be one thread. When that first thread starts to be pulled, and I don't know what the first thread is. I don't know if it's Hunter Biden, or I don't know if this is going to be just a gargantuan pulling of the yarn. Because it seems like all this stuff is adding up. What I personally believe, this is what I believe. I believe that this is all a ploy by the Democratic Party to make sure that Joe Biden doesn't run. First of all, they know he's been horrible. Their policies are in place, and they know it's great, but he is not a good face of it, and they need to change that face. Kamala Harris will not be that face. She's too stupid to be that face. Yes, I, I, I called a woman stupid, but, it, but it's Kamala Harris. I mean... We invest in clean energy and electric vehicles and reduce population. More of our children can breathe second. clean air and drink clean water. Why, why, are, why are we reducing the population? Uh, that, 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 that's a very, very odd statement there, uh, Madam Vice President. I think this is all, I, I think that the Democratic Party has been sitting on all this evidence. And they've just been waiting. And they told Joe to step down. See, I, I've been talking about this for a couple years now. My belief is that Joe was going to step down. They gave him the role of president. Is kind of cherry on top of his career because he's been towing the party line for 45 years. And this is what he wanted. So they said, okay, we're going to give it to you, Joe. But you can only have it for this much, and you're not going to get to do a lot. Well, the old politician came out in Joe, and he tried to, you know, go back on the deal. Because you know the Democratic Party. If somebody's going to run for president and they're as dirty as Joe Biden, they know how dirty he is. Don't kid yourself that they don't vet the shit out of him. They don't vet everybody that he's been in contact with for the last 30 years. They know all this stuff and they put it to the side and they let him run. And they said, well, if he doesn't, if he doesn't play ball, because he's Joe Biden. He's from Scranton. Come on, Joe Biden. Hey, oh, put that thing down. I'm Joe Biden. Corn Pop was a bad dude. I'm a badder dude. Joe's a puppet, though. Then all they have to do is tell him to not run. 
He's not there in the head anyway. He'll just not. No, see, this is the thing is that I think it's, I think it's the, it's not just Joe. Joe has moments of clarity. I think it's Jill. I think it's Hunter. I think it's, I, I think it's his nucleus that's not letting him step down. Because once he steps down, he's not protected anymore. And when Joe is not protected, Hunter, Jill, his brother Jack, those people aren't protected either. I think they should uh, thought he would be a much better puppet. He's honestly far more embarrassing than I thought he'd be. I knew it would be awful, but holy shit, not like this. I posted a, fans, uh, a, a video to the Super Page fans. Everybody should watch. All right, I'll check it out here in a little bit. All right, I, I got to go off on a couple things here. First of all, th- this first story, I got to tell you. I'm not much for um, grandstanding, if you will. I, I when it when it comes to uh, causes and things like that, I I, I think if you want to go out and protest something and a protest is organized and a rally is organized, I think that's the time and place for it. I think what these climate change assholes have been doing is. Not only criminal, but it's really defeating the purpose of their whole point. They're gluing themselves to priceless works of art. They're gluing themselves to the road. Some people are going to have concrete attached to the rest of their body forever because they want to get rid of oil. Here's Chuck says, must get details about Superfans page. Um, go to uh, Facebook and check out Arnie State Show Superfans page. I think that's what it's called. Hold on a second. Here. Let me look. Christopher's got a great shirt on today. He's got his Biden Fetterman shirt on. That's fantastic. Uh, let's see. Uh, groups. Um, it's under the Superfans of the Arnie State Show. That's what it's known as. So there you go. Uh, Newsom will have some votes, of course, because of the D, but he wouldn't win unless he basically started now to challenge Biden since he stated uh, he will seek re-election. Well, before I get to my my useless fucking idiot stories here, let me go back to that. Gavin Newsom is obviously the front runner. And by the way, if you think that, that, that Ron DeSantis is is cagey and swarmy and, and, and set up this debate that's going to happen on, what what is it, October 30th, November 30th uh, on Fox, and it's going to be uh, moderated by Sean Hannity of Fox News. If you're thinking to yourself, man, oh, man, DeSantis got one over. Uh, I'm just going to say, you are an idiot! Because Gavin Newsom, who said it here, Special Kale, he needs to start now. He's going to start November 30th. 
because watching Ron DeSantis last night, a little bit of it, and like I said, tomorrow we're going to have a whole lot more of it. Ron DeSantis doesn't have any teeth. I just say, I, I, I just don't see it. And Gavin Newsom, I think, is going to eat him up on that stage. And when he does eat him up on that stage, get ready for Gavin Newsom to be the name. And it should worry everyone out there. Peter Ducey should host the debate. That would be fucking awesome. Better than Charo last night. Hoochie-coochie! Hoochie-coochie! Mr. Vivek, what would you like to say? Oh, my favorite act is, is Maria Conchita Colonzo. If we were stuck with Biden and Trump, can they please fist fight each other in the debate stage or fling their false teeth? Hey, easy does it on the false teeth. Easy there, partner. Uh, let's see, DeSantis has run a band campaign. So far he has. All right, so when it comes to causes, when it comes to things, there's a time and place. Sporting events and concerts are never the time nor the place. First of all, if you do it at a sporting event, you better get a couple of bad teams that don't have angry fans. Because if you go and you fuck up their tailgate party, they are going to fucking monkey stomp you. Gabe is trying to gain Swifties. I'm starting the Swifties against Newsom group. Oh, we 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 got. Oh, wait till you hear about what the View said about Taylor Swift yesterday. It shows how stupid those women are. Anyway, <clears throat> the last place in the world that you would probably, probably, want to do one of your causes and 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 put up a sign. I would say either professional wrestling or a concert. Well, it happened last night at a concert. A 44-year-old showed up at the Pink concert. That's the singer, the gal Pink. Short-haired, blonde gal. So this guy shows up, and he's holding up a phone. In a fan-recorded video. And she says, what does it say? Well, I I have her. Let's see if this is audible at all. Sturgis, another great place. Hey, looky there. You're out here. See, we sent good vibes your way this morning. You're out. And she says, good morning, ass family. What have I missed? Safety guy Sturgis. Yeah, you, you don't want to do a protest there. All right, let's get through this fucking ad here. Here we go. All right, it's not that great and audible. Um, the man who stood mere feet away from Pink in premier seating pointed his finger aggressively at the So What singer while saying something inaudible. She says, oh, wow, you're going to make a whole point right now, aren't you? Do you feel good about yourself? Are you going to be all right? You spent all this money to come here and do that? Come on, dude. I'm going to have to buy a Birkin bag with that ticket money. He says, and then she goes on to say, get that shit out of here. 
The man spun around and showed the audience the words on his phone, and it read, I'm not making this up. Circumcision, cruel and unusual. (laughs) I know this is some sort of fucking weird debate. I don't care if you circumcise your kid. Let, let, let me just say, let me just say. As a fellow circumcised uh, man, no, not Jewish, but my parents decided to do it. I had no say in the matter. I was a baby. Um, if you don't want to do it, then don't do it. But, but I'm just going to tell you, women are going to find it weird. Locker rooms in high school are not going to be that fucking pleasant. Um, I, 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 I mean, really? Hold on a second. We got to say good morning to... Timmy and Nicole, top of the morning to ya. You know what? We didn't do your outright. I was so excited to see her out. I didn't give her the... He's fantastic. There it is. Just a great guy and really uh, very, very knowledgeable. He has a tremendous memory Mm -hmm. and really enjoyed being with him. Thank you. Uh, I am, but I didn't have it done to my son. Okay, speaking for the ladies, we do care. Those pro-Dick Cheese people need help. Dick Cheese smells from what I've heard. I don't care. I don't care. I, 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 I look out for people and go, well... That's going to be an issue later down the road. Um, but, but let's take let, – I, I want you to see the bigger picture here with me. See, this is the bigger comedy picture that I look at. It has nothing to do with circumcision. Well, it does, but it doesn't. If you're going to fucking go and do a protest, why are you doing it at a pink show? You, you, you know what I mean? I don't think you're going to be changing lots of hearts and minds at a pink show. Now, I don't think there are a lot of shows that you are going to change hearts and minds with this. Maybe the Mormon Tabernacle Choir. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm betting that pink fans really do not give two shits. Secondly, it's a pink show. It's not like you're going to the Rolling Stones and doing this. It's not like you're going to see Taylor Swift and doing this, where there's going to be 150,000 people there. There's about 17,000 people, which, hey, Pink, that pays the bills. I'm not putting her down. She's buying Birkin bags, obviously. Those are thousands upon thousands of dollars. And really, that's your cause? That's your cause? That's the hill that you want to die on? Aim just a little higher. Maybe save the fucking pandas. I'm going to make my point tonight about circumcision at the pink show. And it was a dude. My parents butchered me down there, and I'll never do it. 
you're gonna go to protest some protest something at a very big show. Not and I'm not putting down Pink. I, I nothing but respect. Great artist, amazing performer. But come on, man, come on. That would be like that would be like somebody. <laughs> this would be like me. <laughs> I gotta get this right. Um, where the hell is it? There it is. This would be like me protesting the fact that I couldn't take English as a second language at this concert. Disappear like Banksy from ocean to ocean, sea to sea. I'm something that you gotta see. Come on, baby. Give it to me. I practice what I preach, but I ain't gonna last. Still got love for these streets, 305 till I die. 305, baby, till I die. All right. Now, that was truly, I mean, I mean, today's show is full of donkeys. I, I, I mean, I talked about it earlier, how we're bringing back the donkey of the day. And we started off with a gal, a BLM activist in Chicago, who says reparations or the looting is now reparations. <laughs> then we have an idiot who goes to the pink show and is protesting circumcision. Man, oh man. Are you going to go to Avril Lavigne and try to ban plastic bags next? Well, we have another truly stupid fucking person. Actress uh, Kathy Tyson, a British actress, was recently interviewed. Is this the video? Please let this be the video of it. And then on the policy sense, I think that we are also making progress because of the public. No, this isn't her. Okay, I don't know what the hell that is. No, no, no. <sighs> this woman is an African-American actress from Great Britain. So she's a African-British actress. I don't know what they call them there. Black. Well, it's it's Great Britain. They call them the N-word. I'm sorry. They use the Joe Murphy word there. British actress Kathy Tyson thinks the term woke is equivalent to a racial slur. <laughs> a knee slapper! It's a knee slapper! <laughs> In a recent sit-down with the Telegraph's Chris Harvey. Uh, I imagine that some of the relationship used the word woke. For me, it's as bad a term as an offensive racial slur. Well, now, let me, let me just say. She says the terms woke and race card are deeply offensive to me. So you're telling me that you're going to take woke out of the vocabulary or woke is the same as a certain Joe Murphy word? Well, I'm going to go ahead and, and if I have to choose one of those two that I'm going to live and die on, I'm going to live and die on the N-word. I'm going Joe Murphy route. Woke, according to Tyson, serves to undermine progressive ideals, adding that term race card is thrown in your face if you make criticism of anything. Even the term white privilege is very, very divisive. I'm not about sides. 
No, you're about pure stupidity. The term woke is now offensive. Let me tell you, the policies of woke have been offensive since the day they started. V. Coop, what's up, buddy? Oh, wait, hold on a second. Whoops, got to plug in the right phone. You there? Yeah. Okay, good. Sorry about that. I know. Since we're on the topic, I actually thought of another um, entrepreneurial enterprise. Oh, yeah? For, for, uh, for the Arnie States. Okay. And haven't come up with a name. It's another restaurant. Okay, uh, like Ab's. Arnie's yeah, big, having, big barbecue <laughs> buffet spot. Yeah, haven't come up with a name for it, but the theme mm-hmm. is going to be anti-political correctness. It's going to be uh, straight-up racism. Like, and we're not talking about oh, we're going to serve the fried chicken and watermelon. No, that that we've done that bit already, and it, that's that's old. No, this goes beyond that. It'll serve normal food. However, like the names of the meals could be different types of racial slurs and we'll even have a drink for kids like a slushy except we'll call them slurs oh i I, i've got one in mind oh yeah and then our indentured servants when they go serve them (laughs) and the kid orders the kid orders a slur now the the server does have an opportunity to either just ask them a flavor or they can say or they just call them a fucking mooly okay See, see, um, I'm thinking of one of the drinks. Have you ever heard the term uh, when, when you drink milk right out of the container from the fridge? That's the uh, Joe Murphy word, lippin. Yeah, I've actually heard that. So, so that will be on the menu. <laughs> would you like a glass of the Joe Murphy word, lippin milk? Oh, and, and and you can if you pay an extra twenty dollars, you get an autographed glass from mm. Lake Tahoe Joe. Yeah, I thought of a. I had another one, which would be, it'd be like a crunch wrap, except it'd be served in a white flour tortilla with white corn, uh, crunchy taco shell under it, and white queso, and we just call that the white supreme. We call that the chosen meal. <laughs> and then I also thought, see, because we got to get customer interaction, so we can have you can enter into like a lottery system when, mm. when you come in and either you have to pay reparations. So you're going to pay for a, a black family's meal. Or if they lose, you can go present them with your white privilege card and they have to pay yours. I like that. That's very good. See, I'm thinking of Matt Hatter says watermelon is called boneless jungle ham. Oh, yeah. And then I was thinking of a plantation salad where it's a salad, but you have to pick the cotton off the top before you eat it. Well, we're, we're going to have to definitely have a dessert that features Brazil nuts. Oh, for sure. Because those and go then, by uh, another term. Yeah, and then sorry, Mage, but when <laughs> if an Asian family comes oh, in, good Lord. We, don't, we don't total your bill. They total it for them. <laughs> they total it for themselves. We let the Asians do all the math. They calculate the tips. And then um, and then just occasionally <laughs> we could award uh, like a 
we could give a black family a free meal and we'll just tell them like, hey, we're just glad you didn't try to steal it. <laughs> All right, V Coop. I got to get going because I got one more story to do real fast. Uh, but uh, I like it. And I think that we have we, we will have a whole high school here with my next story that will dine at the, the races cafe. All righty. All right, buddy. Uh <laughs> We're good at math, but Asian people don't tip. Uh, see, we no, no, no. You, you, you calculate everybody else's tips. An Idaho school has come under fire after an image emerged of a group of students spelling out a vile racial slur on their shirts while standing behind a mixed race girl. I'm one of the baddest motherfuckers of all time. I'm one of the best singers. I'm one of the best looking motherfuckers you've ever seen. Hold my drink, bitch. The students of Salmon High School posted a since-deleted photo on Instagram of six kids wearing shirts that spell out the Joe Murphy word as they stand behind the girl as she lies on the ground. All seven are also holding up the middle finger. Now, I have the photo. I'll share it with you, but they've, they've blurred out the letters. So if I'm reading this right, the first person they've just blurred her face and middle finger out. We can see the N. Yeah, that'd be it. That would be it right there. And what a hey! Your high school is named the Salmon High Salmon High School. You gotta have a fish mascot, man. You can't be the savages. We're the Salmon Savages. That's the worst nickname ever. Oh, the Salmon Upstreamers. Come on. The Salmon Nets, the Salmon Hooks. Something like that. You got to have fishing in the Salmon Savages. Let me say, in the world of mascots... That is a giant fail, and I understand why you have such racist students. 775-357-FANS is the number. ArnieRadio1 at gmail.com. Hit me up on Mixler. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy next. Little 90s country for you here. Swing with her crochet. It was where Granddaddy taught me how to cuss and how to pray. It was where we made our own ice cream, no sultry summer nights. Where the bulldog had her puppies and us brothers had our fights. There were many nights I'd sit right there and look out at the stars. Through the sound of a distant whippoorwill or the hum of a passing car And it was where I first got up the nerve to steal me my first kiss And it was where I learned to play guitar and pray I had the gift If the world had a front porch like we did back then We'd still have our problems, but we'd all be friends Wouldn't be gone with the wind 
toes I've shelled more than my share Lightning bugs and crickets Danced in the evening air Like a beacon, that old yellow bulb It always led me home Somehow mama always knew Just when to leave it all If the world had a front porch Like we did back then We'd still have our problems But we'd all be friends Treating your neighbor like he's your next again Wouldn't be gone Girls 
I'm just trying to let yeah. everybody know so they put their T-shirts. Yeah, and if you need a T-shirt, go to 4T5Printing.com and get yourself a damn T-shirt. Rhino says, good morning, ass family. Just got up, put myself on second shift so I can work all night without distraction. I have 16 days to get at least over 700 garments ready for our biggest 10-day event of the year in Indiana. We'll be airing the ass show every day. We're there. Over 2 million people will pass our tent. That's awesome. Have a great day, y'all. Fuck the DNC and RNC. All right. You've got what? How many days? you got 16 days. Get on it. Then you have those 10 days, and then I got some ideas for you. Um, Joe would have be the host. Welcome to the offended you fucked hard. Uh, so, so, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, I came up for a name for the restaurant. The restaurant that V Coop pitched about having such offensive titles as, you know, with, with Brazilian nuts and the dessert and things, you know, your Joe Murphy lipping a, a glass of milk 
Ladies and gentlemen, the name of our new restaurant. The Safe Space. Thank you. Thank you. That's right, the safe space. Because I know we're probably going to get picketed. And they're really going to be mad at the title of the name of the restaurant. Oh, let's go there. It's the safe space. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, my gosh. That is so fantastic. All right. We got to call Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy because the first story we got with Murph is... I'll explain it when I call her. Here we go. Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy time. Hello. Joe Murphy. Hello. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Listen, uh, just give me one second. I am landing at Andrews Air Force Base right now. Really? What are you doing there? With Private First Class Douchebag Travis King. Oh, also oh, yeah. Is Dennis Rodman and Geraldo Rivera. Wow, so you helped bring him back from North Korea. Yeah, I, I helped bring him back. I, they wanted me to, I, I got off the plane, or the helicopter there. We, we, were, we just landed at Andrews. The president and the first lady were supposed to meet us here, but... But the president, he got tangled up in his pajamas. Oh, he couldn't man. get his foot out of his pajamas. Jesus. Uh, did, did you have a chance to talk to the young man and ask why he ran into North Korea? Well, he saw the Crystal City, and he oh. thought for sure there was a Euro Disney there. Mm. That happens so to everybody. So he wanted to go check it out. And uh, <laughs> you know what's so funny is this guy knew, okay, what are my options? I'm, I'm I'm done when I go back to the States. You know, yeah. it's like court martial, prison. Why not give North Korea a shot? Well, probably because they're going to beat and starve him to death for information. <laughs> I, I mean, what, one of those. I'm sure, I'm sure he had as good a time as Rodman did over there. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dennis Rodman's treated like a rock star over there because Dennis Rodman's a moron. <laughs> I know, you know. Oh God! I, now, I wanted to give you some props, already because you know most of the morning shows or whatever, you know, they open up with uh, Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift. And this, mm-hmm. You know what Arnie Shake came up with? Arnie comes up. He'll flat out tell you he had to hose off his dentures and he tried to commit suicide. Yeah. Now, what do you get that? That's yeah. not, that's not love. That's yeah. not Kelsey Swift. That's real shit. Oh, we're we're gonna talk about the uh, the 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 uh, the Kelsey Swift thing when we get to the NFL. But you know, Joe, I love having you on the show. And every once in a while, I always think to myself because I'm very critical about my performances each and every day because I'm a pro, and and and, and you are too. And and you you've you've reached out to me sometimes and said, "Hey, did I do okay?" And I'm like, "Joe, you're doing fantastic. If you mess up, I'll tell you." Every once in a while. I'm rewarded by the world with a story. And that's how I know I'm doing right. Because as soon as I saw this story, I figured you might have something to say about this after what happened to you recently. If you weren't around last week, Joe was shot. And he defended himself with a countertop ice maker. Now, Joe, I'm telling you, if you ever fall on hard times or debts, I'm betting that the Ass family, if you put that ice maker up for auction, you could live the life of fucking Pitbull. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, I mean, 
So yeah, the, 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 saved my life. In fact, I'm enjoying an ice-cold grape soda Very with nice. ice from that ice machine. Oh, wow, you got some purple drink going this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I'm from the hood, bro. Uh, so uh, this story just recently came out, and I thought maybe Joe will have something to say this, about this. Reno, Nevada has been named the happiest place to live in America. <laughs> well. They called it a, a modern boom town with fair weather and creative outlets all year round. Joe, would you like to say anything about how friendly and happy Reno, Nevada is? Well, first I'd like to mention, I think I remember I sent you the text and, and the family feud at this question, you know, on your vacation, what's the city you'd like to visit? You know, Paris, London, Las Vegas, Miami, Honolulu. The girl comes up there, Sacramento. <laughs> Everybody needs to, if you have a vacation, you even in Sacramento, for God's sake. Oh. It was unbelievable. So here's the thing. Right now, you in downtown Reno looks like they're they're casting for The Walking Dead. Right. But see, everybody has a permagrin. That's why they think it's happier. Mm. Everybody, everybody is. I mean, downtown is so bad. Now, on a serious note, you have Lake Tahoe. You know, you have, you can get to. Well, it used to be nice to go visit San Francisco, but that's not no, that's, that's not, not good option. anymore. I mean, you can go skiing, you can do whatever, but no, I, it's not happy. I mean, I am I'm I'm on my thirteenth counselor right now. <laughs> I mean, I, nobody can help me. I mean, I'm no. this guy. I walk out my door, and I'm the biggest little city. I go down to the yard, and I start crying. Yeah, I mean, I mean. Like, that city changed so much. I remember the, the first night I lived in Reno when we moved from Texas. I drove, and I drove on Virginia Street. I'd never driven downtown before, so I took Virginia. It was a Friday night, so it was a stupid move on my part because I got stuck in traffic because they used to have traffic on Friday nights in downtown Reno because all the yeah. casinos and all the stores were open. And now it's just a hodgepodge. It's kind of like a fucking ghost town. I actually bring sagebrush down there and have it roll down Virginia at night just to, <laughs> you know, just to make it look like. Yeah, it used to be, you're right. And all the stores were open. Even the mini marts, you know, things were going, it was called cruising. My sister used to do it. The, the streets were full, cruising back and forth. And it was just, you know, you'd go to the Cal Neva, up top of Cal Neva, and it would be. It may not be the classiest folks in town, but yeah. they're the funnest folks in town. And they're, you know, hanging out. That thing will be going all night. Now you go up there and it's just like, hello, hello, hello. You yeah, know, look, there's look. nothing there. If it's crazy. If you've never been to the Calneva, you've never been to Reno. I mean, that that is the definition of Reno is the Calneva. I, I will say that until the day I die. I love that fucking play. And, and. It's, it, it is not the greatest place in the world, but I love it. It is my favorite place to go in Reno. You know, and back in the day, they had the famous sign with, like, they had the little, it'd probably be, I guarantee it would be politically incorrect. Now, it was the, a Native American guy, like, rolling dice, and it said ham and eggs, and the eggs were in the 99 cents. Oh, yeah. It was ham and eggs for 99 cents. Oh, let me let me just tell you, the, the, the Cal Neva, and this isn't an ad for them. I don't know why we're giving them so much advertising. But the Egg McNeva, probably the greatest breakfast sandwich ever. Uh, and then a hot dog and a Heineken for a dollar. 
Stop it. Yeah. That, that was like just gold. Eight yeah. No thanks. Um, all right. So, yes, I saw that Reno was the happiest place in America to live over New Orleans. You know, the murder capital of America. Wilming- well, it's below sea level. So, I mean. Wilmington, Delaware. Partay. They get crazy down there. Uh, Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm, hey, no, Jerry, Jerry Springer was the mayor. Um, Charlottesville, Virginia. Wasn't there a gigantic racial fucking war that happened there just a few years ago? You know, that, and it's almost like being like Damascus or something in the Bible, because Virginia was like the, the southern, the most southern. It was the capital of, of the South, you know, yeah. of the Confederacy. And it was like they were like the... I mean, we're gonna have slavery, and that's vinyl, you know. Like, mm-hmm. so there's a lot of there's a lot going on in that in that uh, in Virginia. That was like the the epicenter of the Civil War. Oh, but, and- so they, you know, I mean, but yeah, I mean, how can all these sound? They don't sound very fun. You know, what sounds fun to me. Hmm. Aspen. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you said it earlier, Honolulu. Yeah, put, give me, give me a, a little dump in Calabasas next there, to the Kardashians between Oprah and Ellen. Yeah, there you go. The the final ranked one they have is Plano, Texas, and uh, Plano, Texas used to be the heroin capital of Texas. Wonderful. <laughs> I can see why it's so happy. You, you know what? Uh, you know what a Reno Virgin is. <laughs> what? That's a cocktail waitress with only two kids. <laughs> All right, before we get into college football, I got to throw a little, because I forgot this was on this weekend, and I know that you're a boxing fan. Um, big fight this weekend. Uh, Carmelo uh, Canelo, Antha, Canelo Alvarez is taking on Jermelo Charlo. Uh, any, any interest in this, or is Canelo just going to beat the hell out of him? You know... I have not been watching the boxing like I should. Mm. Uh, this is a, what 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 uh, what weight is this? Middleweight. Canelo Alvarez is the, is the champ. He's probably one of the greatest boxers of all time, and we'll have to wait a few years to say it. And this is a uh, this is for the championship. The yeah. what WBA? Uh, I think Canelo has every belt there is to have in the middleweight division. Well. As long as he knows how to do the rope or dope. That, that, that's it, huh? That, that's your big advice for him? You're in the corner? He's a light, a light middleweight, 33 years old. Who's the, uh, who's the younger kid in this thing? Let's get ready to rumble. Uh, I'm not Sorry. sure. Uh, let's see. But Canelo's been fighting since he was 14 years old. His one loss is to Roy Jones Jr. Or not Roy Jones Jr., but uh, uh, Floyd Mayweather Jr. Um. Let, let's see. Um, like, I, I, oh, that is okay. So that is Saturday. We've got the right. You know, I'm so pissed about the Ryder Cup. We'll talk about it in a second because I thought they would be playing today, but they don't play till they're playing in Rome. Mm-hmm. They don't play till Friday. Um, boy, Canelo versus Charlo. You know what? I. You know what? I'm gonna go with the. Uh, I think this kid looks Irish. I'm going with him. Who Canelo? Yeah, he he is not Irish whatsoever. He is Mexican. He's a ginger Mexican. A ginger Mexican. Yeah. I think I never I, I didn't know they existed. I do. I had no idea. They went out with salt and pepper Mexicans. I had no idea. 
Uh, Canelo lost last year to Dmitry Bolov. I didn't know he lost last year. Holy shit. Um, all right. So the well, run- the Chardle looks like uh, Chardle kind of looks like Jamie Foxx. So I don't like that yeah. at all. Yeah, we'll get rid of him. All right. So uh, the, <laughs> the Ryder Cup is this weekend, where America takes on Europe in golf. It's in Italy. I got to tell you, I used to get really amped up for this event. Just ain't there for me this year. You know? And we know why. Everybody that really knows what's going on knows why. We know why. There's no Tiger. Well, there's no Tiger, and the Europeans don't have Ian Poulter on there. They don't have uh, uh, Sergio Garcia and then there's somebody else missing from – oh, Lee Westwood. And these are three pillars of the Ryder Cup team that Europe has kicked America's ass with. But Europe didn't allow them on the team because they're a part of the Live Golf Tour. Yeah, and we allowed one guy. Yeah, well, Brooks Kapka. Yeah, not Kapka. The Europeans are like, no, we're not – until that guy, that reporter, comes walking out of that building with all his limbs intact, we're not, we're not going with you. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, it's like, uh, it's good. You know, it's going to be interesting what Tiger does. You know, to make a, a stamp, like you know, because it's almost like some people say you have blood on your hands to be playing for them, um, and so, and just or just and also just defecting from, you know, the PGA and the or the European tour, um, so. They let Kepka on. I'm not real happy. I'm not a Kepka fan anyway. No. So I don't really care that he's on, uh, on our team. I do like the guys on our team. I do like the Americans. I hope they can win. I think we're on a losing streak, aren't we? We, we are because, well, and, and this year it's going to seem kind of hollow to me without, you know, because if you think about it, Sergio and, and, and Ian Poulter were America killers. They, they showed up for this event. They, they reveled in this event. They made this event fun to watch because they were the bad guy. They were the bad guy wrestler. They were the Iron Sheik. And we're rooting yeah. for Hulk Hogan, and now we don't have an Iron Sheik. We've got fucking the, 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 the Brooklyn Brawler coming in now, and it's like, huh? Come the only guy that could piss you off more than Ian Poulter was Colin Montgomery. Exactly. Yes, Mrs. Doubtfire. God Almighty! <laughs> he loved that. He got so pissed. Oh my God! You know, the the best way you do when you deal with any type of criticism, if you're in the public eye, just leave it alone. But mm-hmm. this guy just gets pissed, you know. And I love it. They get apart. You know, the thing about Garcia is, I remember one of the first. Uh, he was 17. One of the first Reno Tahoe opens, and I was up there. I had a press pass, and I was walking by, and he was on the tee. He was 17. And he just grip it, grip it. I mean, it was unbelievable the way he just shot, smashed that ball. I was oh, yeah. just like, wow, this guy's 17. And I'm like, and I, now I'm like, okay, these guys are pretty good. Like, yeah. it was, I just, I remember being amazed by his drive, just at 17 even, and he's playing with the big boys. And I thought, wow, this that's pretty impressive. Uh, you know, the, these, guys are, these guys are so good. Charlie Woods got a 66 with Tiger on the bag. Yeah, see, and and you brought up Tiger earlier. I think I don't know about you, but I've I've found the silence of Tiger Woods to be very very telling uh, about everything because he's not playing, he's not really practicing, he's not tweeting, he's not talking. If he tweets, it's about charity or things like that because he didn't no. know about the whole live PGA thing. 
I think Tiger might be starting a league of his own, and if he takes his you son got, there, that W pickup, it's like it's like a, uh, I don't mean to interrupt, but it's like a uh, a virtual thing. Him and Rory are starting it with somebody else. It's something they're starting. It's gonna be like really huge, apparently. It's some... And I'm gonna tell you right now, if it can branch out into a golf tour, they've got a star on their hands in Charlie Woods. I mean, yeah. can, can you imagine yeah. Charlie not playing on the PGA Tour? Oh, dude, he's already, I mean, he's shooting a 66 at like, what, 15 now, 16. I mean, his caddy's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> his caddy's like, uh, you know, uh, the best golfer ever uh, is his caddy. And, I mean, come on. I mean, I, <clears throat> I wonder, I, it, it'll be interesting to see if, if he goes to school. You know, like I think I, I think old John Daly Jr. He's going to Arkansas. Yeah, I mean, and, it, yeah. there's a lot of good young talent out there that I, I I that I think the PGA is pissed off their parents, and these guys look up to their parents. Charlie Woods looks up to Tiger, and and little fucking you know, little Daly looks up to Big Daly. It's gonna be interesting to watch all this unfold. And I love that it's coming up in December, that PNC, the father-son. Mm-hmm. That is the most coveted uh, tournament for all the golfers. There's only so many spots, and they, mm-hmm. they want to get in so bad they just, because they'll play with their kid or whatever, you know, and they let Annika Sorensen play. Uh, I don't know if it's a uh, kid or it's a, a, a somebody, but it's, it's so fun to watch, and they really, they really, it's real competitive, but uh, they love that thing. And you know me, Artie. I never, ever, I've never shot under 72. I know. I mean, I, I've I, never I, shot uh, over 72. Because, I, I, I mean, if it gets any colder, I don't play. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Joe. It is that time right now. <laughs> That's the oldest golf joke in the book. Well, no, the, the two best balls I hit all day was when I stepped on the rake. <laughs> no, guy, and I mean, you still couldn't get off the team. It's horrible. All yeah, right. and then you got the hey, what's the course record? And the pro goes two hours and thirty-one minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's get to some college football because we have a huge game for you Saturday, my friend. That's a little hell varsity. The Nebraska Cornhuskers will be defending Memorial Stadium in Lincoln, Nebraska, Saturday at 12.30 your time, 2.30 my time, on Fox against the number two rated Michigan Wolverines. What say you, Joe? Oh, man. Well, first off, the lines come down just a tad. They're favored by, like, you know, I don't know, 21, no, 17 now uh, is Michigan's favorite. But, you know, we're at home. We're, we, we have a two-game winning streak against a couple of uh, patsies. What's interesting about what's going to be great is right after this game is the Colorado-USC game. So that'll be fun to watch. Um uh, you know, you know, I'm going to take the corners because we're going to be at home. They're, you know, they're going to have more people than they had the volleyball game. <laughs> Holy shit! Is that even humanly possible? <laughs> yeah, that's not. That's, I know it's a lot. It's hard to believe, but you know, we're getting the 17. But of course, I, I'm going with Nebraska. I mean, this would be so huge for Nebraska to win this game. We haven't won a big one like that in so long. I can't remember the last time. I think it was against Ohio State or something where we came back. And beat them. Uh, you know, we we are so hungry to win the this, the upset, the big upset, the big game. I mean, storm the field, tear the goalposts down, 
kind of deal. You know, uh, we needed so bad to just get some fire back in our ass over there in Nebraska. I I, I hear I I, I hear you and. 17 points. I'm not – this is one of those packed uh, Big Ten, Big 12, whatever, how many ever fucking people you have going there. Um, you know what? Look, I and because we don't count records here, I don't care. You know what I'm doing? Let's go, Big Red. Come on. I know you're not the biggest Nebraska fan. Oh, and I- so I know, and I appreciate you, because I did bet against, I did pick against the Cowboys last yeah, week. Yes, you did. So for we'll you to come back that. and humble yourself and go with the Big Red with me, uh, I appreciate it. And let's go Big Red. 9 a.m. Fox. We. Oh, you know who they got rid of was who was the kid? Did they get rid of Brady Quinn on that show? Did they really? Oh, that's too bad. Because he sucked. That was terrible. He's a real winner. Why the fuck uh, was Brady Quinn on that show? You had Heisman Trophy winners on that show and Brady Quinn. He he did break like a ton of records at Notre Dame. What did he do? Sure he got laid a lot there. Yeah, but he never won a fucking title. Yeah. He was terrible. No. All right. There's a game on tonight. A rank, Two ranked teams. I'm only throwing this out there because it's two ranked teams. And every... Let, Joe, let me ask you a question. You're, you're a big college football fan. You have been for a long time just like me. And you're an intelligent college football fan for the most part. Do you believe in all this hype around the Pac-12 this year? No. No, I'm not buying it. I mean, USC, we'll see what they can do. UCLA, UCLA, nothing big. Oregon and USC, that's it. That's what they got, and they're both leaving. They're what, both going wait, to the Big next year. But that's all, as far as I'm concerned, those are the only two teams. What about Washington? Worry about. Washington's ranked sixth. Oh, okay. Yeah, I forgot about the Huskies. Yeah. So there's three of them in there. But, you know, it, it, what's so funny about it is, you know, they're all scrambling to get out of there, you know, and they don't have a TV contract. They have some kind of Apple streaming deal or something like that. And, and, here, and now all of a sudden – there's a power conference, you know, it's like, it's kind of ironic, but I, I, you know what, I, like you, uh, Arnie, even though I lived in the West and then I went and went to school in the Midwest, I, I'm, I'm not a West coast, uh, co- uh, college football fan. Well, here's, here's the thing. I, I got tired of the West coast letting you down. Oregon would go and play somebody for a national title and get the shit beat out of them. Somebody else would go and play. And the the last good team was the two thousand. What was it? Four two. Yeah, two thousand five USC team. That was any good. And then two thousand six, they got beat by the Longhorns. And then the SEC took over. So I mean, the Pac twelve to me is just. Eh. And you know what makes yeah. a great what makes a great school? There's three things that, that have to happen. Okay, number one, you're in the capital city. Is Austin the capital of Texas? Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And there's a university there, the University of Texas Longhorn. Is Columbus the capital of Ohio? Yes, it yes, is. Yes, it is. And New House. Lincoln is the capital of Nebraska. And there, you know, so it's like the legislatures in each of those cities. It's just affluent. And the biggest thing is you can walk out of your dorm and walk to the stadium. You don't have to hit the freeway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Texas the same way. I mean, you got to be careful, though. Because Nashville is the capital of Tennessee and Vanderbilt's there. Well, that's what I'm saying. That's why they don't qualify. 
yeah. as, a, as a real as a real uh, school, you know, like uh, uh, like the whole uh, the whole uh, homecoming ivy covered walls of the fraternities type deal, you know, that whole college experience. Because yeah, yeah, all the date raping that's going on in the frat houses. <laughs> Nobody's talking about Baylor, okay? <laughs> all right, let's get to the game. Number ten, Utah is on the road against number 19, Oregon State. I've got Oregon State laying three and a half points in the biggest I-don't-care game of the weekend for me. So, I'm going down here to Oregon State. You and your back 10. Where were they at? The Oregon State. Who are they playing again? It, it, I'll it's find to, it. It's Give tonight. me a minute. It's tonight. It'll be early in the uh, in the pick sheet. They're playing uh, Utah. Is this is this thing in Salt Lake City? No, this game is actually in Corvallis. Corvallis, Oregon. They're not happier than we are. Come no, on. no, no. Reno, Nevada, happiest place on earth. You can get shot there. <laughs> That's crazy. I mean, Corvallis. You know, for I love Oregon. How you can have like a bag of meth and just go, okay, buddy, just give it to me and keep moving. Yeah. You know, they like they like they're they're so uh, tolerant in that state. It's crazy. So Utah, Utah's gonna win that game. That's just I mean, you know, Oregon State. Here's where Oregon State shows their true colors, and um, yeah, they're not that good. See, this is the week where I think you're right. It absolutely all starts where the the Pac-12 starts to tear each other apart. So I, I'm with you. I, I think Utah wins, but I don't think Utah's that good. Now another Pac-12 game, but you already mentioned it. Number eight USC undefeated on the road against Prime Time. Coach Prime. Colorado yeah. three and one after a humiliating loss last week to Oregon. Can they bounce back? No, this is going to get ugly. Now, you know what I read? It's so funny. It's because I always talk about the snooty Colorado, you know, Aspenvale, you know, rich folks, and they're saying the black fans are coming back to Colorado. Yeah. They always were kind of like, oh, I don't care for the buffs. That's those snooty, you know, rich, uh, uh, you know, the, the people that were in Dumb and Dumber, but not the guys that are Dumb and Dumber. Right. Right. And, and, but they're all coming back because, you know, they love Coach Prime. And, uh, and, and I'm, oh, my gosh, I wonder if he's paid for a meal since he got there. He's going to get pounded again. He's going to get pounded again. I'm sorry. That's, like I said, USD, I think they're for real. Lane Kippen doesn't screw around. He's got the Heisman Trophy winner there. I mean, you know, it's another pounding uh, for I just hope that they make it to the bus and Lane, back the team because you know, and Ralph, he doesn't run over uh, Lane, as a team. Lane, Lane Kiffin. Lane Kiffin's at Ole Miss. You're thinking <laughs> Lincoln Riley. Lincoln Riley. Oh, Lincoln Riley. I'm sorry. Lincoln, Lincoln Riley. Riley. I'm sorry. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank God you're on the show. Yeah. Thank God. Amen. Yes, I'm on the show. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm glad okay. to be Lincoln a part Riley. of it. Yeah. They're pretty good. I mean, USC's obviously really good. They, they, I, I have them, you know, they could, they could make a run for the, uh, the title. I really think they are stacked. Um, so I mean, I, I see them rolling. I, Colorado is three and two, and it's another pounding for Coach Prime. And he's gonna have to. He's gonna. You know, his KFC. Is, have you seen his KFC ad with yes, uh, Jim Jadour? Yeah. See, I, I don't know if I can laugh at those or not. I don't know <laughs> if I can laugh at Deion Sanders doing a fried chicken commercial. I don't know if that's wrong. 
<laughs> it's not wrong. It's a meal. It's an American meal. Okay. For God's sake. What are you, did you? Get your mind out of the race card. <laughs> uh, I'm with you. Look, look. I'm going to be rooting for Coach Prime because I like him. I, I just have always liked Deion Sanders. I don't know what it is. I like the message he's putting across. This is another game that, look, it's just outmatched. He, he doesn't have the depth for it. He doesn't have Travis Hunter yet again this week. Probably won't have him for a couple more weeks. I think that they become bowl eligible. I think that thanks to Arizona and Arizona State and things like that, they get in there and in UCLA. I think they get a bowl game. But this is going to be an other ugly game for Coach Prime. Yeah, I predicted Colorado maybe get in six and six. I really do. Yeah. I really think they're gonna they're gonna get a taste of what it's like. And if the Nat King uh, KFC at it, they have him with the grape soda, then that's wrong. Then they shouldn't do that. <laughs> All right, next game is at six thirty on ABC. Can Notre Dame bounce back from one of the most tremendous losses I've ever seen? They're on the road against. Four and O Duke, and we're not talking college basketball. Yeah, Notre Dame on the road at Duke. Joe, what say you? No, you know, even though Duke's ranked, I hate to tell everybody, but uh, you know, um, Christian Leitner's not on the team, and it's not an indoor ball game. So I think Notre Dame uh, bounces back. You know, that was so crazy. Arnie, I rolled over and went to sleep with sports and I thought it was intentional grounding and sports. And I went, ah, you know, Notre Dame's got it. I can't believe because I had Ohio state. I picked Ohio state and you mm-hmm. picked Notre Dame. And I rolled over and like went to sleep. And then the next day I'm looking, I'm like, what? It's just a misprint. I, I can't, Ohio state won that game. That is crazy. And then I watched the highlights. Uh, I think Notre Dame bounces back. I was I was flipping back between uh, mainly I was watching the Texas game and Texas game was over by that point against Baylor they kicked the shit out of them as I predicted, um, and I flipped back and I saw the I didn't get to see the intentional grounding call so I I, I don't have any and I haven't watched it this week because I don't really care it's Notre Dame, um, but to complete a pass down to the one or two yard line with eight seconds left. Everybody in that defense should be running steps all week long. How do you allow that play to happen? Yeah, because you know what? They, 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 you shouldn't have the nickel package. You need these dime packets plus one in there. <laughs> I mean, just form a line at the goal line. <laughs> do something. But, yeah, to, I mean, that, you know, the, the, gee, I wonder if they're going to throw a Hail Mary. I mean, it was – when I saw that, I was like, oh, my God. And then the first play they ran – was was a, a like a sweet pass out to the right, which was incomplete, which left him three seconds. And I said, I, I said it before the terrible announcers. By the way, announcing crews are terrible this year on television. They've all been dog shit, except except Kirk Herbstreit and uh, and Chris Fowler. Those are the only two that are decent. But I said it. I said, well, they're going to run this ball. This ball is going to be run up the middle. This is a touchdown. And wow, uh, that was a gut wrench. Ra- I don't know if. You know what? I'm going to take Duke with the upset this week. You know, I'm taking Notre Dame, but I was just thinking to myself, you know, this is the game where you could get Notre Dame would get snake bit. You know, they better be careful. It's at Duke. Um, so, uh, you know, I, I, I like Notre Dame, but uh, this would be the one where I wouldn't be surprised, but I'm sticking with Notre Dame. Uh, Mr. J says if Notre Dame loses this week, they might as well hang their helmets up for the rest of the season. I see them bouncing back and making a statement this week. Now, they could do that. 
But, man, oh, man, that loss last week was rough. They, it, it, those are tough to bounce back from. All right, two more games. And uh, listen, I know the Cathedral of Notre Dame is in France, but remember, the Ryder Cup is in Rome. So we're Notre Dame, and, and we, we can maybe we can get this Irish Catholic thing. We can win this thing. Roman. Oh, wait, crap. Shit. Hold on a second. Joe, you're still there. I know I, I can't hear you because um, I have to turn off my Bluetooth. And now that I've turned that off, Joe Murphy is back with us. There you go. You back? Yes, I am here. I am here. Sorry that was divine that. intervention right that there. That was. That way, that was God saying the, the Irish have nothing to do with the Ryder Cup. Um, uh, they're both there in Rome. They're Roman Catholic. Notre Dame is Catholic. Move along. Whatever. Uh, the 0-4 Nevada Wolfpack. Oh. This game is on TV for some reason on Fox Sports 1. They're going down to Fresno State to play to take on the 25th ranked 4-0 Fresno Bulldogs. Mm. You know, the local station here had a poll about how many games they think they pulled, how many, you know, first off, there's like six people at the game mm-hmm. at, well, at Mackey last time uh, they played. But uh, they had a poll, how many uh, Mountain West uh, games do you think they win? Like 45% of the people here voted zero. They don't think the Pack's going to win a Mountain West game this year. Wow. And, I mean, I mean, when, who came in and pounded? When Texas State, is Texas State in SWAC? Uh, no. I, are they no. historically black? No, they are not historically black. They are historically a party school. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, well, all right then. Um, apparently, there's some Irish people there. Yeah, uh, lots of them. Yeah, no, I didn't know that. I thought maybe, because they used to be, what, Southwest Texas State, correct? Yes. Yeah, and I thought maybe they were in the SWAC. They really were historically black college or university, which I have now learned that they're not. But this is going to get ugly. I'm so sorry. I just hate to see the pack just get... You know, the only thing Ken Wilson's got going for him, the coach at Nevada, is that it's only his second year. Of course, they're going to give him another year to try to work it out. But he, they are on a 14-game losing streak. Welcome to game 15. Uh, you're out says they suck. They still suck. They'll continue to suck. Glad to know nothing's changed. If they could actually go back and work, I would still flip the UNR off players, play, flip the players off in the hallway. I think Nevada, look. Nevada was a 20 – I have them as a 24-and-a-half-point underdog. They were a huge underdog against Kansas, and they held their own. I don't think they do that this week. I think they, they won their first game last year, and they have not won a game since. Wow. That is bad. And yeah. our final game of the weekend, another two ranked teams. It's happening at 2.30 my time, 12.30 your time on ABC – the 24-ranked Rock Chalk Jayhawks will be rolling into Daryl K. Royal Memorial Stadium in Austin to take on the number three-ranked Texas Longhorns. Joe, who you got? You don't have any music? If I was waiting for music, oh, I thought uh, we you, you, this you, 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 this you might be get good, through it. I'm sure. You, you might get uh, through it, yeah. Remember Kansas. Remember the, like, what's nice about this? A couple of undefeated teams. Yeah. Uh, this is a Big 12 matchup, which yep. next year next year is uh, Kansas is still Big 12. Texas going to the SEC. You know, Texas at home. I think Texas is for real, buddy. They're not uh, the bookies aren't uh, uh, making them 17 point favorites for nothing. Texas wins this game. I think Kansas 
you know, it, it, it's like a Duke and a Kansas. They get on a roll. They have some fun. But then they finally get put in their place. And so I think Texas, of course, wins this game. Um, I have a very special one for today. Uh, let's see. I have to uh, – wait. hold on a second here. I have to find the right – oh, there it is. Okay, see, so I can do this. And then we got to go – Oh, this is Elvis Presley. The eyes of Texas are upon you all the long day. From Viva Las the Vegas. Eyes of Texas are upon you. You cannot get away. Because the Longhorns are going to use this game because they don't see next week because next week is the Red River shootout. And I can't wait to beat Oklahoma's ass again. But first, we're going to beat the shit out of the Jayhawks. We're going to barbecue some Jayhawks this weekend in Austin. And you know what? I'll swim up the Red River, but I won't drink from it. That okay? a boy. That a boy. All right. We've got. I like Texas in that, of course. Of course. Yeah, you guys yeah. roll. And, uh, let me ask you this about Austin. Has Austin become like the, the Idaho and the Willis, Bruce Willis moved to Idaho? Real trendy and stupid now? No, yeah, it's the San Francisco of Texas. Oh, great. Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. All right. I, I don't even I, I don't even really like to go there for games anymore because it's so bad. They defunded the police, crime rates out of control, hippies are out of control. It, it's just awful. But hey, I still love the fucking football team. Now Joe yeah. now Joe, it is that time to put that thinking cap on, my friend, because Well yeah. not that. <laughs> You like that one better than this one, right? You like the Monday night one better, right, Joe? Yeah. In fact, I was halfway through the Howard Cosell documentary. <laughs> um, <laughs> the other day I was watching it. That old school Monday night football is the best because right when it went, da, 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 Howard Cosell would go like, and this. 39 yards long to Elvis or to, you know, to Billy White Shoes Johnson. You know, it was just classic. So I love the I love the old school one. I man, you know, I, I feel bad for people who never got to see Howard Cosell call a game because he was so fantastic back then. You know, when it was Howard and Frank and, and Dandy Don in the booth in the first year, it was Keith Jackson in there. Man, oh man, those 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 are some great call football games. But we don't turn the lights out. The party's over. Oh yeah. All right, Joe. Last weekend you had an incredible weekend of going twelve and three. Holy shit! Thirteen and three, right? Thirteen and three. I'm sorry. Yes, because uh, we uh, we split the games uh, on Monday night. Uh, You took the Eagles. I took the Eagles. You took the Rams. I took the Bengals. So I actually won Monday night. Uh, taking your record to 31-17 and 17 for the season. While I had an abysmal week and got the shit beat out of me, and I am at 27-21, and 21. I am four full games behind you, and we have $200 on the line thanks to listeners of who will mi- pick the most football games correct this season. No point spreads. And if you people out there, listen to me real closely, you people out there, if you don't think this is personal, then you don't know. This is like, this is like bird magic. Oh, yeah. Okay? Yeah. This I, is the rumble in the jungle. Mm-hmm. This is on. Okay? Mm-hmm. 
Oh, because I kicked your ass last year when there was no money on it. I, I better did. win this year. <laughs> All right, we're going to start with tonight's game on Prime. And if you have Prime, I'd be suing because this game really isn't that great, but it looks like it's going to be decent. The 2-1 and one Lions are on the road against the 2-1 and one Packers. You know, the Lions are favored, but I know we're just picking winners. Packers winners. I like that Jordan Love kid. I like to come back last week. Uh, they showed a lot of, they showed a lot of, uh, you know, uh, 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 teamwork. I mean, they, they showed a lot of unity and a lot of uh, drive. And, and that kid, was he was really pissed. And he came back in, and, and, and they won that game. Um, I like the Packers. Why are the Lions a two-point favorite? That's that's what they call a trap in the sports betting business. That because people come in and go, oh, the Packers should be favored. And go, I mean, what? The Lions are. That's a trap. I don't know what's going on there. Somebody Boy, knows something what? I don't know. Oh God, this is a Sophie's choice. I, I hate both. I hate this division in general. I, I'll take the Packers at home just because I don't want to start going crazy on a limb upsets yet because I'm only four games out. So I'll take the Packers as well. Uh, Sunday, first game of the day. Looky there in London, Wembley Stadium. Top of the morning to you. The 2-1 Falcons are taking on London's home team, the London Jaguars. I am so stoked what I just saw. I thought for sure this is, you know, you know, you wake up. And, you know, me, I wake up to my bran muffin mm-hmm. and my fruit juice and my, you know, and my fruit cup. And I take my jog at like six in the morning and come back in, you know, and then I have some tantric sex and then I get ready for football. And so this is great. You see, it's on the NFL Network, which I do not have. ESPN Plus. Oh, I'm stoked. The 6:30 action. I can make a bet at 6:30 in the morning. Guess what? The Jaguars are the kings of London. They are. I'm <laughs> going with the Jags. And do you know why? Because the owner of the team, his son owns one of the wrestling companies that I watch. Uh, they also own a big soccer club there in London, so they got a lot of pull in London. I believe that's why the Jags are getting a lot of games there. Who are you taking? Are, are, are you taking the Jags at home in I'm London? I'm taking the Jags because the Jags are, like, giving drama mean and stuff and helping the Falcons with jet lag and stuff like that. So, I mean, the Jags are, like, so used to it. They're, like, international travelers now. I'm taking the Jags. The Jags are a three-point favorite. I'm going with uh, B. John Robinson and the Atlanta Falcons. Got to mm. keep it real for my dirty south. Yeah, yeah, I think he had about 15 carries for 15 yards last week. Yeah, he's still better than uh, – he's uh, got 39 carries on the season for 213 yards. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I'm just messing with – you know, I always love to post those memes about the Cowboys. There's just so many out there. It's yeah. just ridiculous. But, I, but I, you know me, I just love to have fun and post them because, you know, people just chap their eye when somebody, you know – you don't fucking fuck with my Cowboys, damn it. Give me a week to cool off. <laughs> I'm uh, liking the Jags. All right. All right. Now, our next game. Now, this is an interesting uh, game here. The 3-0 and Dolphins, who put 70 up against Denver last week, are going up to Orchard Park up in Buffalo to take on the Buffalo Bills, who are 2-1, and kind of disappointing. Did you hear about Tyreek Hill? I, I think he's going to be contacting you. Um, Tyreek Hill has come out and said that when his football days are over, instead of getting into broadcasting, he wants to do porn. 
Well, you know what? Tyree came to the Porn Combine this year mm. in Vegas. You know, remember I told you about the Porn Combine? I do. I do. Uh, I recall that. Yeah, and, you know, he worked. I did well. I mean, I'm not going to say he's one of our best, you know, guys. Um, him and Ron Jeremy got into it a little bit. Wow. Boy, that, 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 that's a big matchup right there. <laughs> I'm telling you. What are you talking about? A sword bike? Man, oh, man. Anyway. Yeah, so that's crazy. Can you just can you believe that? I mean, I, I heard that, like Lawrence Fishburne's daughter got into acting, but she got into porn. Yeah, Thanks. Oh, yeah. I was in the Matrix. I could probably pull a few strings. Yeah. You don't have to go, you know, chug cock for a living, for God's sake. <laughs> uh, so the Dolphins are uh, wow. The Dolphins, after putting seventy up, are two and a half point dogs on the road. Uh, you know what? I'm going to go against something. People, oh, they, they can't play in the cold. I love when people say, oh, they're, they can't, they're different than stuff. Check the roster of the Dolphins, and I'll bet you there's about half of the team is from like Wisconsin, oh, you know, uh, Nebraska, <laughs> Ohio. They know how to play in the cold. I know they're in the Miami. I'm going with the Dolphins. They're going to keep rolling. I can't, I'm not going to jump off their bandwagon. I like that too, a kid. I'm also taking the Dolphins in this game. Um, for the simple fact that this offense is clicking and the Bills are not clicking. I don't know what it is with the Bills this season, but they just don't seem to be all there. Dolphins seem to be there right now. Boy, oh boy, this next game. Let me tell you, Joe, if you have to avoid the Chris Payne watching party for this, I, it, man, please do. I feel bad for people in Illinois and Denver that they have to get this game. The 0-3 Broncos are taking on the 0-3 Bears. This is the game for the number one pick. You know, the watch party wasn't bad, but, you know, here, here at about when it was like 34-zip, the Bears were losing, they switched here in our local market. They switched the game to the Cowboy game. So, you know, you were talking about a watch party going awry, yeah, okay? Oh that thing, yeah. Uh, when the game got switched, because Chris thought they could come back. You know, he thought they could, you know, he thought they'd run the option. God and bless the Bears him. would probably come back and win that game. Um, so he's pissed they took it off the air. But, the, you know, the three-bean dip was good. Um, I'm, you know what? I think the Broncos beat them. The battle of the bad. I'm going with the, with the team with more letters in the name. I'm taking the Broncos to win this. Uh, the Broncos gave up 70 last week. The Bears didn't give up quite 70. I'm going to take the Bears to win this by a safety. The final score will be two to nothing. Wow, a safety to start off the game. Well, the, to end the game. That's the final score is two to nothing. You know, there's a friend of mine that knows I'm on this podcast every yeah, yeah, I tell him to listen, and I think he's been he's been calling. I think that he's not getting the point. Don't call me. Call seven seven five three five seven fans. I believe. Right. Yeah. Call that number. Don't call you. Yeah. Call that. He's calling me like three times, and you know he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna tell you something." Okay, buddy. Well, you have to. Call you. I can't uh, put. You, I can't put Arnie on hold right now. I apologize. <laughs> uh, all right. So you got the Broncos. I got the Bears. You know, you know I'm wondering who Chris Payne picks next year as a team. Because he's going to be off the Bears bandwagon. You better get off the Bears. Man, I, I, think, I think that he somehow, because when I first met him, he was a New York Giants fan. He was New York sports all the way across. Knicks, Yankees, uh, and Giants. 
Andy was a Penn State fan for some reason. I, I never got that one. Maybe, may, maybe it had something to do with Jerry Sandusky. I don't know. Um, but now, it, it, and then he went to become a Raiders fan. Yeah. And then he yeah, left he's the Raiders. For gold. He's going to be a Niner fan. You watch. Uh, he, he left the, the Raiders, and then he went to the Bears. He left the Knicks, and he's a Portland Trailblazers fan. He says he has a lot of love for Buffalo, but I don't see that one panning out. I think that Chris Payne becomes a Saints fan next year. I'll say it, a Saints fan. Oh, man. You know what? Uh, you know, and he, all he does is he just repaints that foam finger every year. Yeah. You're going to see him wearing beads and necklaces next year. Watch. Mark my oh, words. No. You know what? If he has a lot of beads, then I don't know what's going on down yeah. there. I mean, yeah. I know they're really loose with their morality, but whatever. Uh, next game up, we've got a battle of Cleveland. The original Browns, now known as the Baltimore Ravens. The 2-1 and one Ravens come into the Cleveland. The 2-1 and one Browns. Browns are a three-point favorite at home. Yeah, let's see. I wonder what, uh, boy, the Ravens, uh, Cleveland minus three. You know what? I, you know, the Browns, uh, I don't think the Ravens, I think they're nothing. I, I don't like them. I never have. Ray Lewis, if, you, Ray Lewis, if you're listening right now, Ray Lewis, anytime, anywhere, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay? Damn yeah. Because right. Joe so. will bring a fucking ice maker to a gunfight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? I cheated death, Lewis. <laughs> I would. I, I know you had to play the Cornhuskers and get your ass kicked, get your dick knocked in the dirt in the '94 Orange Bowl. You and Warren Sapp, you were sucking air at the end of that, while we were bringing fresh legs in. You rotten sons of bitches. Uh, I'm taking the Browns. All right, I'll, I'll take the Browns as well at home. I think this is this is one of those kind of you know under the under the the radar rivalry games. Um. Uh, Stinkfist says this might be controversial. Do you think Lamar Jackson is overrated? Very much so. Yeah, you know, and I don't mean this in a bad way. I just think that by not a purely uh, way I look at it. He's kind of like uh, Lamar Jackson's kind of like a Dak to me. Yeah, great call. Great call. We'll talk about that sack of shit here in a little bit. Um, next game up, we've got the one and two Bengals on the road. Against the one and two Titans, Cincinnati's a two-point favorite. Are the Bengals any good? I know I know they won the other night, but are they any good? You eat, yeah, you eat out that win. Uh, you know what? I you know what? I, we're just you know what? I guess we're just gonna agree to agree. On, I know you hate Philly. I'm gonna take another road team. Uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna stay off Tennessee. Uh, I, I I bet against the Bengals last week. It, I paid for it. I'm gonna go with the Bengals uh, against. Uh, I'm gonna take the Bengals. I I have to contractually because I can't legally take any team from Tennessee on this show. So I I'm sticking with uh with Joe Burrow, Joe Cool. Maybe he's he's found his his niche. Hopefully, uh, you're out. Says I don't know about overrated, but Lamar is the ugliest player in the NFL. Whoa! Yeah, that's a Spike Lee kind of deal. We called Larry Bird the ugliest guy in the NBA. Maid says, "Dak, you mean mostly black?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dak, Dak Prescott is the black Tony Romo. That, that's I've exactly what Dak it is. Shepard at quarterback. Okay. Yeah, no <laughs> shit. Uh, all right, next game up, we got the one and two Rams against somehow the two and one Colts. The line uh, is even. Yeah. 
the Rams act. They win the Super Bowl and they just decide to, you know, party all the time or something. I don't know what's going on with the Rams. Um, I got to go with the home team in this one. Colts, the Colts get this one. Who, uh, who's who's your quarterback? Um, is is Minishaw still the quarterback? Or, uh, yeah, the guy we've never heard of. Yeah, I like him. I, I'm going with the Colts. I'm going to take the Rams. I'm going to take Matthew Stafford on the road. I just don't believe in the Colts at all. I, I think it's a crappy organization. What they did to Peyton Manning, I ain't got any love for them. Uh, next game up, we've got the 2-1 and one Buccaneers, led by that shitbag Brady uh, Baker Mayfield, taking on the who that? The 2-1 and one Saints. And I don't know, yeah. is, uh, is Carr playing this week or is he out? I believe he's out. I'm pretty sure he's out. Quick, fun note. People, Indianapolis is the amateur sports capital of the world. Now moving that. on. Well, okay, I, you know what? Hold on a second, Joe. See, when you when you hit us with that kind of stuff, you got to warn me because that's educational. <laughs> the you more go. you know. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I got to play that when we do educational stuff. <laughs> you know, I. You know what? There's nothing that makes me happier. Than to broaden people's minds, to, just, to enlighten them, and to give them, you know, knowledge. Because knowledge is power. Being, you're, you're you know, like, I'll you, tell you that. You're like human LSD. That's how much you expand our mind, Joe. Yeah, I'm. I'm like New York City, baby. You cannot shut this off. I run all the time. <laughs> uh, oh wow, cars out. Jameis Winston's in. All right, the Buccaneers against the Saints. Saints are three-point favorites still somehow. You're gonna hate me, but just for the hell of it, I'm going with the Baker Mayfield and the Bucks. I am too. Oh no. God. Oh, that pains me. Oh God, Jameis Winston is terrible. Oh. Jameis Winston is awful. Oh God. He is really bad. All right, next game up, we got a battle of the NFC East. The two and one Commandos, who are, by the way, getting sued for the name Commanders because it's oppressive by a group of Native Americans who want to bring Redskins back. God bless them. I know. <laughs> when the Native Americans want to bring the name back, I think it's okay. Yeah. We can probably bring it back, you know. I, I think you can, but they are taking on the three and O Eagles. Wow. The Eagles continue their run, and the guys like Nate Burleson and 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 uh, Phil Sims start saying the Eagles are the best team in the league. So, uh, but I'm going with the Eagles. I'm not saying they're going to end up being the best team in the league, but you, you know what? That Jalen Hurts kid. I mean, he's a tough kid, and he, they're paying him enough. He better perform. Uh, I I like the Eagles. I think they might be one of the, the, if not one, the best team in the league. I mean, uh, so I'm going with the Eagles, buddy. They are not the best team in the league by far. They are not the best damn team in the league by far. We're going to talk about them in just a little bit. The Eagles, look, look, I'm picking the Eagles to win this game because Washington sucks. Washington has a fat guy as a quarterback. How can you have a fat quarterback in the NFL? What's his name, Sam Howell? The guy's huge. (laughs) I know. It's Jesus. like, where is it, Garrow, your premium at quarterback? No shit. I mean, my God, it's like fucking Greg Lewinsky when he played for the Phillies back in the day. It's He's their quarterback right now. It's actually Jamarcus Russell. Oh, next game up. Boy, a couple of 0-3 teams, and one of them, I did not expect that. 
And the team I did not expect are the Minnesota Vikings are on the road against the Carolina Panthers. Both teams 0-3. Minnesota four-point favorite on the road. Yeah, you know what? This is where this is I gotta go. This is where they say, you know what? Uh, both teams are going. Who's who's got the wave? Who's gonna step up? Who's gonna actually you know come out to play? You know, and give uh, so uh, so they're both are just so pissed. Who's got? And, and I'm not inside those locker rooms. Normally, I am. Mm-hmm. But that you know, I don't want to go into that. Those are some I, rough years of my life. I understand. Uh, <laughs> so, but I'm going with the, uh, I'm going with the home team in that one, buddy. Whoa, you're take taking the home team, the home team dog, the Joe Murphy special home team dog Panthers. I, I can't. That's think. right. That's I love it. Yeah, no, I love. That's my pick of the week. Oof, I, I'm taking the Vikings. I, I I can't think that the Vikings are going to be zero and four. I just can't think that they. They, they usually try to promise their fans so much at the beginning of the season and then let them down. Uh, yeah, they always lose the big one. They're not supposed to be just crappy from the get-go, no. right? Now, the 2-1 and one Steelers are on the road against the 1-2 and two Texans at one time. What a rivalry it was between the Steelers and the Oilers. Oh, the Dan Pastorini, Earl Campbell, Bum Phillips years and the Steel Curtain. Oh, those are some memories right there. Yeah, those are the great. Yeah, the the, the Jack Lambert, the L.C. Greenwood. Oh yeah, Billy White Shoes Johnson, Earl Campbell. I mean, yeah. Hey, hello, Jerome Bettis, the bus. Guess what? There was a double decker bus before you came yeah. on. His name was Earl Campbell. Yeah, that he, guy. If he was running, if he, if he was running on like slightly downhill, forget it. <laughs> I got I got to meet Earl when I was a little kid, and his legs were so big. We watched him play against SMU when he was at Texas, and he went through 15 jerseys in the game because they used to have those tearaway jerseys, and guys would grab his jersey, and he'd run through it to where now the, the jerseys are way more stable. Earl was a beast. The, the Texans have never had anything like him since then and never, ever will. The Texans are a terrible franchise. The Steelers, are they coming into their own, Joe? Because I know you're a Steelers yeah, they're, guy. they're going to do it. You know, it's funny, you know, how they got rid of the stick'em. They got rid of the tearaway jersey, and then the sleeves, but then the guys started stuffing their sleeves. Now, you notice there are no sleeves to grab onto. No. You know, at sleeves. I mean, it's all, it's all uh, techno. And, of course, the NFL's clothes police, which people don't know, but there actually is mm-hmm. clothes police. Oh, yeah. When you, go, when you leave the field and you take your helmet off, and you put on a baseball hat. You can't just put on any baseball hat. It has to be one that is approved that that you can wear. You know, you can't just put on a your chronic hat or something on the sideline. You know, you got to put on this like specified this clothes police. Don't watch it. Uh, you oh, know, wait, like, wait, come wait, on, wait, wait. We're gonna get it together. This 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 uh, kid from Pittsburgh who had to like cross the street to go play from the University of Pittsburgh for the Steelers. Right. Yeah. Him. Uh, yeah, I like him. He's coming together. And uh, I, 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 I'm hoping you can just keep keep us rolling, baby. Let's go three and one. Of course, I'm taking the Steelers. I'm taking the Steelers. Funny you bring up the uh, clothes police in the NFL. They they watch everything. If your socks aren't pulled up high enough, that's a five thousand dollar fine. If you do it two weeks in a row, they double the fine. 
Oh, they're 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 bastards about it. Yeah, yeah. They, oh they yeah, you put them. the wrong hat on, you put the wrong baseball hat on, no, oh, yeah. you can't just make them you know, it's funny that that is all but you know, kneel or do something like that. Okay, well that's okay. No. If I mean like you say, you look at the, you look at every NFL player, they have to look the same. The socks are up. You look at college, the guys got the one guy like the linebackers got their you know, their guts are showing, they they got their, their calves are showing, they got uh different uh, shoes and stuff. I love that with college, but like you know, it's it's just a, it's like a product with the NFL. Yeah, everybody uh, because yeah, they're out there and if you're not wearing your clothes correctly, <laughs> RuPaul will call you. Yeah, that, and that, that's the guy who's in charge. Uh, next game up, the 1-2 and two Las Vegas Raiders are traveling to SoFi Stadium to take on the Los Angeles Chargers of San Diego. Uh, the Chargers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah, this is going to be tough because the Raiders are going to stop and, like, perump or something. Most and, likely. And they're going to have a few too many cocktails on the way to uh, L.A. So, uh, I, I'm taking the Chargers at home. I, too, am taking the Chargers at home because I I just I don't see it with the Raiders yet. I just don't see anything. Jimmy Carapolo is not doing his job. And I don't even know if he's going to be playing. He's got a concussion, I think. Oh, he's out. Oh, well, f- who's the backup? Jesus. I think they called me. I, they called me. I think I'm going I'm to probably oh, play. If you start, I'm changing my pick. I'm just letting you know. Right <laughs> yeah, I think. You know what? You know what? I've been working on my footwork and everything. And, and I'm, yeah, uh, right now, I can do the cha-cha, the mambo, <laughs> and uh, a slightly, well, like a 10-yard outlet pass. That's All it. All right. All right. Well, that's good to go. Uh, the game on Fox late in the afternoon, 325 start. The one and two Patriots are traveling to my neck of the woods, AT&T Stadium in Arlington, Texas, to take on the two and fucking one Dallas Cowboys who lost last week to Arizona because Dak Prescott sucks. <laughs> and I think I think McCarthy choked in that third quarter when they should have taken the three because they were back in the red zone several times and every time they would have kicked the three every time they were in the red zone they would have won that game but they should have taken the three like cut it to five but they went for it when there was Tons of time. I mean, it's third quarter. Of course, there's tons of time left. I just I thought it was a bad move. I mean, like you in the NFL, you you got to take. You're in the third quarter. You're down like the ten. So take the three. Well, here's the thing, though. I'm tired of the three. This is two weeks in a row that defense has set up the offense. We had five. We had five red zone appearances last week against Arizona. We scored one touchdown. I'm sorry, we had six because we didn't go for that one. We had six red red zone happenings. We we kicked three field goals, score one touchdown, miss it on fourth down, and throw an interception. You got to score touchdowns in the red zone. You have to. Yeah, yeah. Fucking awful. And, and you know what? If you can't be on NFL Sunday ticket, at least be in NFL red zone. Okay, try to show yeah. up. Yeah, come there. on. Come on, you, you uh, gotta quick, do better. Quick, quick note: Kaepernick apparently talking to the Jets, but well, that's a different story. I'm taking. I hate to do this to you, buddy, but ride Bill Belichick again. Wow, wow, boy, that I, yeah, I, that's I, a I gotta, dumb I mean, pick. I got a challenge. You know, like I This is, you know, I know you're like Kobe when you when you go for the juggler. 
steaks. Mm-hmm. And I know when I'm down, you go for the juggler, you make sure you get the win. Yeah. You know, you yeah. cram it home like Tiger. Yeah. So I got to get, I got to get ballsy and go with the Patriots. All right. Well, you know, I'm going to say. How about them Cowboys? Yeah. I, I, I don't think Is that air moved yet? Okay. Yeah, uh, by the way, I hope that Mika Parsons lights Ezekiel Elliott up like a fucking Christmas tree. I hope he puts a beating on Ezekiel Elliott. Oh, I'm sorry. Ezekiel Elliott maybe have more fumbles than this this week than Dak Prescott has interceptions. That's how we win. You know, Ezekiel went to the store for me, and he said, should I pick up a loaf of bread? I said, no, you'll drop that fucking thing before you get home. So just just forget the bread. Uh, next game up on Fox. This one, the, the West Coast will be getting the one and two Cardinals. I wonder where they got their win. Uh, are taking on what I consider to be the best team in the NFL right now. Maybe, maybe the Dolphins are up for that consideration. But I got the 49ers here. The 49ers are at home. And they are a 14-point favorite. Well, I'll tell you right now, I don't know why, but for some reason, if I was going to bet it, I would take the 14. Um, You know, Kyler Murray's still not playing. I don't know who that kid is. Uh, They did win. Uh, Who'd they beat last week? Uh, Fuck you, Joe. Oh, oh, I know. I, you know what? I really did have a brain fart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> fuck you, Joe. Oh, well, they beat. Oh, I, fuck! I thought they beat somebody good. Shit. Yeah. Oh, fuck I was you again, I Joe. them against something better than that, but no, they're not raising the bar for oh. me at all. Um, <laughs> Who are the Steelers you know, playing? I, I might not change take that the Niners. I'm taking the Niners, of course. You know, yeah. Yeah. and I know you're going to take them. I know you want them to beat down the Cardinals, so we're probably both going to. I mean, I, I'm, but I'm taking the Niners. All right, the Sunday night game. What Wait. are you taking? The yeah, Niners, uh, right? I, oh, yeah, of course I'm taking the Niners. Yeah, okay. This game, uh, All right, the Sunday night game. Boy, how magnificent is this? Sunday night football, the most watched game of the entire week. It is the highest rated program in uh, in uh, the, uh, the Nielsen's or whatever yep. every week. It's every the week. highest rated program, yep. It's in the biggest media market in the country. New York, and it just shows playing out that it's the J-E-T-S, Jets, 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 and they're taking on the Taylor Swift-led Kansas City Chiefs. Do you and think, do you think yeah, Taylor will be there? Travis Kelsey getaway mobile. I mean, do you, think, do you think she'll be there at this game? I, my sources have confirmed Taylor will be at the game. Wow. So you're going to have Taylor Swift at an NFL game in New York, the biggest star in the world, in the biggest sport, in the biggest city in the world. This is going to be huge ratings. Their ratings are going to go through. This will break all NFL regular season game ratings. Yeah, I saw I saw like a, an Instagram thing or so where the guy comes home and it was real and he comes in and he's got he's got his petite his wife's like oh my god did you see you had Travis uh, Kelsey uh, uh, Taylor was at the game rooting she goes totally I mean do you think she's gonna tell her husband uh, you know Josh with him oh my god you imagine what that's gonna do for his career how yeah. much it's gonna help his career and the husband just went off are you fucking kidding me. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh, this was the same. He lived in Kansas, Kansas City, and he was his wife was trying to tell him how great Kelsey's career is going to be now that uh, that you know because of Taylor, and it's like, oh no, or that he 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 has more catches than any tight end in the last ten years. Well, that you, you know that that, might help. that and the two Super Bowl rings that he has, he's he's already right, right, good. exactly. Right. Um, the only thing that would make this game bigger is if Joe Namath got drunk and started making out with Susie Colbert again. <laughs> Can you imagine if Aaron Rodgers was playing in this game, how enormous all this would be? I mean, but, but he's not. He's not. He's not. I know. Yeah. That's, you know, I this poor Zach Wilson. This kid, you know, for the two years he's there, he's supposed to be their quarterback in the future. He gets booed out of the stadium for two years. Okay, we're going to bring in the teacher, grasshopper, you can learn. And we go, nope, four snaps in your back end to get thrown in. And everybody, you suck. You know, you. I mean, it's just, I, I really feel for this kid, you know. Plus, I don't think, I don't know if there's a, an LDS church near where he's at. So I don't know if he can go pray or what's going on there. But uh, I, you know what? Watch this. Okay, yeah. Dare me. Jets. No, shut up. You are not real. Yeah. You are You yeah. are high on drugs. Jets. Joe, we found the other bullet. It's in your brain. Wow. Okay. Hey, you know what? You know, people say that, you know, but 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 when they play, I mean, I, if, if the Chiefs roll like they're supposed to, you know, favored by 10 in the, in the Swifty Bowl, then, uh, you know, that's that's what's supposed to be what happens. But, you know, I'm a man of, of, of revolution, of change, of, of harmony among all people. You're, you, oh, you, that's yeah. my civil rights speech. I, yeah, I apologize. No, I, I, but I'm taking the Jets, buddy. All right, I'll, I'll take the Chiefs. Ogre says, gee, I wonder if they set this Taylor Swift and Kelsey thing up for ratings and buzz. Maybe they can determine Hitler was a bad person and water is wet. Americans are such spoon-fed, gullible fucktards. Boy, it just, just seemed like everything is right in place for this game, doesn't it, though? You know, and I love how the TMZ can be like, confirm their dating. Well, I mean, what? what, what you confirmed it. Shut up. You don't even know what they're doing. Do you know actors in Hollywood, they get married to promote their career. Yeah. You know, that's how trivial it is. They'll get married. Oh, look who got married. And, and, and that's how they treat marriage, just to promote their career. So, you know, stuff like that. Uh, she, what, she got a book or another tour coming out or whatever. Uh, but, uh, yeah, this is going to be so huge. And thank God we have to listen to Chris Collinsworth for three and a half hours. Maybe this will be the part that, that maybe he Brent Musburgers himself and he starts masturbating in there. Yeah, my I mean, God. that'd be great. Yeah, he pulls a, uh, who is the, 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 the uh, Al, what's his name, the NBA announcer? Um, Mar- Marv Albert, yes. Marv Albert, you know, with his, you know, yes. I think he had some stockings and some lace stockings and some, and some uh, delicates on. <laughs> uh, all right, only one Monday night football game this week. Uh, we've, been, we've been getting kind of, you know, blessed with two, but only one this week. The two and one Seattle Sea Chickens, I'm sorry, Seahawks, uh, are going on the road to MetLife Stadium to take on the one and two New York football Giants. You know, I explained to someone the other night how why you know Arnie, you know they're they're kind of they're learning a lot, 
about sports. And I said, you know, Arnie will always say the New York football giants because even that Howard Cosell, you know, you had to say that because there were two giants. There was a baseball giant. Yeah. So so Larry said, Arnie always specifies that they are the football giants. We thank him for that. Yeah, I, I do that. I do that because I know how much that annoys you. <laughs> no, I, no, it really does. I love you know I love old school. I love that, mm-hmm. and you know I wish that wish the Brooklyn Dodgers were playing. Um, <laughs> this one here, um, boy, you know what's great is the writers' strike is supposedly over, but because just we we got so lucky. If you are a free TV guy, okay, yeah, you got one of those plastic, uh, you know, uh, things up in your window so you can get a few channels. You can watch old reruns of Forged in Fire. Um, then, 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 you know. <laughs> what a reference bravo you know that show I gotta, I gotta say I've watched that show and it shows the painstaking effort that these competitors go through especially when they get like the, the final two guys to make some sort of weapon from from you know the ancient days they've got yeah. kilns and they're burning shit and they're doing this and then they bring it to the judges, and then the judges just beat the literal shit out of it. I mean, <laughs> no, it's the hell's kitchen of fucking swordsmanship, which I never knew was a thing, but it is. I mean, my God, I mean, they destroy people's work, and I'm like, I would be so mad right now. But anyway, love, this game. I love Brandy from Storage Wars. I don't know. I got a thing for her. Okay, we're not going to talk about Storage Wars. <laughs> no, we get forged and fire. Yo, that's so funny, though. Because you know what? Back in the day, we got about three channels. Now, each over-the-air channel has like four or five other channels. Oh, I love it. I, there's always something for me to watch. Um, yeah, it's great. It's great. Um, so, the, the, man, the Giants. Yeah, it, what I was going to say, the Riders strike over. But a week before, oh, because of that, uh, we're going to have ABC games, ABC medical, bam, writers strike over and they, I, I was, I saw a thing where they're going to go ahead and stick with the ABC games, they're going to go ahead and play them on ABC like they said they would, they're not oh. going to you know, bail out and go, oh well, the strike's over, and well, they don't so they're have going anything. to ESPN, they're going to be on ABC a lot they don't have anything they, they haven't shot anything, they haven't shot all summer they don't have any TV shows so uh, I mean, that's what, yeah, that's what I'm saying. But you know, it's over. But yeah, that, but uh, in a couple of weeks, so yeah, you're right. Like Jimmy Kimmel, I think, who you know, that's the the non hardest working man in Hollywood. Right, he's he's coming back in like two weeks, uh, and uh, some of the you know, I love the writers. Uh, writers, really. I mean, you need 13, 15 writers for that lame mm-hmm. joke that took two hours to deliver. Yeah, it, it, it's I could have a late night show. I'm just upset about hey, it. Hey, Joe, who the fuck are you taking in this game? Oh, I'm close. Sorry, I got it off on a tangent. That that rarely happens. Um, I'm going to go with the Giants. Uh, I'm going to take the New York Football Giants at home too because of the long trip for Seattle. Uh, those are never ever good. Uh, so there you go. There are our football picks for the week. Um, Amazing. Uh, we will uh, we'll we'll random we'll we'll, t- we'll we'll tally them up after this weekend. See what's going on. Anything else you got for me, Joe? Just a couple quick notes, if you don't mind. Not at all. Six hundred six hundred and ninety words added to the dictionary this year. Okay. Okay. The Wolfpack getting a state of the art. Going to be the best in the Mountain West Conference basketball arena over by the Grand Sierra. They're paying for it. 
I I saw this. So they're they're moving the basketball arena off, off campus. Right. You know what? They've done this thing. Center Street is now a university. They they're trying to move the university all the way down to like the Circus Circus and expand it to where it's there. So they're not going to get all the way to the Grand Sierra, but yeah, it's going to be where. It's going to be off campus, but it's a really, really nice. I mean, it's like a. But but uh, but it's off campus. Yeah, I don't like it. It's off campus. Yeah. I don't like that at all. I, I I saw some pictures for it, and I was like, well, where's all that water coming from? I didn't know they were using the, the lake behind the, the Grand Sierra. I, I I don't care for that at all. I I don't like this plan at all. I know, and especially when the players got to get their free play before they suit up, you know, go get your, uh, so that, and really quick, I just, this is so funny, I just thought about this, uh, you know, who's that guy that's married to Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter? Uh, Chris Pratt. So, Chris Pratt, you know, I was thinking, not only are you, your, 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 your girl's dad, the Terminator, okay, <laughs> Terminator, he was the governor of a state, so, uh, and uh, you know, he so he's got a few connections, and then if those don't mess, you can say, "Hey, Bobby, can you get one of the Kennedys to take this scumbag out?" Because the, the mom is related to the Kennedys. I'm sure they can make somebody disappear. I mean, imagine the pressure on this kid, Jaden Arnold Schwarzenegger's daughter. I was thinking about it. It's like, dude, you make a wrong move, and they're gonna be like, "Where's Chris? I haven't seen him in a week." You know, <laughs> so be good to that girl. Uh, all right, Joe. Thank you, my friend. I appreciate it, and we will talk to you maybe on Monday. We'll see how the weekend goes, uh, but for sure next Thursday. Have a great week and be safe, Joe. Thank you. Thank you so much. I hope I uh, helped everybody. Uh, all right, there you go. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy, everybody. Um, Battleborn says, what's wrong with Waller Event Center? I, I have no idea. I, I, like, I, I'm kind of I'm dumbfounded by the idea that they're moving it off a of campus. You know, that's the one thing I will give the University of Nevada that they did right, kind of. And I know that you're out hates it because she works on the campus there. But everything was on the campus. Everything was near the campus. Baseball stadium, basketball arena, football stadium. I don't like this. It's moving. That's stupid. That's just dumb. All right. Now, uh, Braddy Kid says, easy now. Uh, my girl don't need no help. Now, her girl is Taylor Swift, by the way. Uh, Braddy Kid's huge Swifty. Yesterday, I, I didn't think that the view could get dumber, but it actually happened. Uh, this was said by Sarah Haynes on The View this week, I think on Monday. Are you happy? That's not her. That's Kim Kardashian. I don't care about Kim Kardashian and her happiness. She's They're, they're all troglodytes. That's right. The Kardashians are troglodytes, and they're on Hulu. This is a PR stunt this whole thing and I'm just not that interested in it because it just feels like you're giving air to a publicity stunt and she's at she does not need more expensive concert tickets that are hard to get like she's good like we're good well you know what you just did is give an opinion that would have been interesting to hear on television no because I do you know how bad the Swifties are as bad as the beehive like they come for you and no matter if you just even allude to them I don't like to put negative energy out there I don't care who she dates but it's not because I'm a bad person. There are other people I care about more. Right, but this is interesting. I mean, the show works when the conversation. Okay, so she didn't say it on The View. She's just a host of The View because she doesn't have the balls to say it on The View. Because let's tell the truth, shall we? 
Let, sit in the wigwam. Everybody sit in the wigwam. We, we're we're, we're going to sit casino style, not call center style. Um, do you honestly, and, and I'm not a Taylor Swift fan, and I'm not doing this because my wife is a huge fan. I, I, I don't care about Taylor Swift. I, I respect her as an artist. I respect her as, as somebody who performs. But to say that she is doing a publicity stunt. Do you know who does publicity stunts? People who need help selling tickets and, and, and albums. You see, that's what a publicity stunt is. I don't think that Travis Kelsey's trying to... Uh, uh, Notch up listeners for his podcast that he has with his brother. I think being a two-time Super Bowl champ and being kind of the face of the NFL right now, I don't think he really needs a publicity stunt. So what I hear is nothing but hate. Now, and you know me, I love hate. I thrive on hate. But I admit it. I admit that I thrive on hate. Just admit it, lady. You hate Taylor Swift. It's okay. It's okay that you hate her. She's got enough fans. She don't need you. But to claim that this is a publicity stunt, that's one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. That is that that is goddamn stupid. Is this a way for the NFL to get publicity? Possibly. I'm with you, Ogre. I think things kind of worked out with this a little too conveniently. He's in New York. It's Sunday night football. Sunday night, the most watched night of TV. Sunday night football, the most watched thing on TV a week. Christopher says, you got to love that Lake Tahoe. Joe Murphy, I heard that once Joe accidentally left behind his Laserdisc copy of Kazam starring Shaq in his hotel room. Kim Jong-ol, being a huge movie buff, saw massive potential in the film for military purposes. According to legend, college students slash tourist Otto Warmbinner was forced to watch weaponized version of the film on loop for a year, being released back to America. Uh, she does seem to get around. Not a publicity stunt, but to get people to get vaccinated. Have you seen Kelsey's stupid COVID commercials? I have, but I, I, I don't know if it's for that. I love, I love hate, too. My wife's maiden name was Hate. Oh, if I could change my last name to Hate. Oh, that'd be great. Arnie Hate. Yes, I do. Arnie Hate. Me, man. Arnie Hate. She appeared on the episode The View Behind the Table podcast. So there's a podcast about The View? How much do you like getting kicked in the nuts for a job? Oh, you are into S&M shit if you host that show. If you host a... Are you kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me that there is a podcast that will go over the best parts of The View that day? God damn it. There's shittier podcasts. There's one about rat. 
I've heard about that one. Oh, I look. Here's the thing. I don't mind Travis Kelsey. I, I think he's a good ball player. I think he's kind of funny. I don't like his brother because his brother's an eagle, and he's been an eagle his whole career, and he doesn't like Dallas, so fuck him. But it's a cool family. It's a cool story. I watch, Look, I watched the, the, the documentary they had on the brothers and the mom. I, I like him enough. I, 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 I hope it's real. I, I, I hope Taylor finds somebody so she doesn't write any more goddamn songs about getting her heart broken. Christ on a crutch, girl. Think about getting that butthole filled. Shortest podcast ever. I mean, seriously. Well, we're going to talk about the view today. What did you do? In, are you, were you Hitler? Were, the, the host of that show was Hitler in a previous life. Oh, my God. Who pitches that show? Hey, I want to do a play-by-play recap. You remember how every, uh, every like, news show... You could write for a, a, a transcribed pr- uh, a, a product. Like after Meet the Press, they would always say, if you'd like a transcribed uh, version of this, like the written copy of Meet the Press, you could send in like, you know, a self-addressed stamp and you'd get it. I do think it's a publicity stunt. Uh, she's rich, top of the world, of course, but the narcissist celebrities are always wanting more and one step away from being toppled by some other artist. They're not satisfied with anything less, okay? If it was about the art for someone like her, she'd stop manufactured canned chip music for written for gibbering pop monkeys. Taylor's new album will be called Used to Have a Tight End. <laughs> My daughter is trying to turn me into a Swifty. It won't happen, but I do hate Jake Gyllenhaal, though. Well, good. Everybody should hate Jake Gyllenhaal because Jake Gyllenhaal is starring in what they want to recall or, or, or call the remake of Roadhouse. And let me, fr- uh, let me just tell you something, brother. Let me tell you something, Mean Gene. There will only be ever one. Roadhouse. Damn right, with Patrick Swayze, Sam Elliott, Terry Funk. Roadhouse. Not Jake Gyllenhaal and Conor McGregor. So we've got a guy with a really ugly sister and a fucking leprechaun. Yeah, that's the same movie. Like I said, I just, I can't think this is, I can't think that Andy Reid, Andy Reid, sorry about that, I was yawning. I can't think that Andy Reid is really happy about all this because he, look, Andy Reid's an old school football coach. He's focused on winning. Oh, and by the way, the best part of the whole thing is there's already cattiness there is already cattiness. Um, from what I understand this week, um, in one of his press conferences, I be- and I bet you he was told by his wife, because his wife is a biatch. And we're talking about Patrick Mahomes. And usually she's the one that's being filmed because she's sitting with his weird, creepy brother who's trying to become, you know, TikTok famous by doing dances that he didn't invent. Um, but Patrick Mahomes came out and said, you know, she wasn't the only VIP in the house. 
my wife and my new son. It was his first game there. Oh, Brittany Mahomes, not happy. Not happy. And you know what I hope? This is what I hope. Oh, this would be so great. This would be, oh, this would be delicious because this would tear that franchise apart. They would not become a dynasty. And I, I don't want any team to become a dynasty again unless it's the Cowboys. I want Taylor to throw shade at Brittany. And, and you'll see the erosion. Patrick's not going to be throwing to Travis that much anymore. And that means the Chiefs ain't going to be winning that much anymore. Oof. I like that. I like that a lot. Let's root for that. All right. Moving on. The world seems to be writing itself once again. You remember a couple months ago I told you that everything was wrong in the world. When the Oscar Mayer company came out and said, we're changing the name of our iconic traveling device that we've ridden the country with for the last 30 years. A big, gigantic hot dog on wheels. And it was always known as simply the Wienermobile. And they decided that they were going to change it. They wanted to change it to the Frankmobile. Because, oh, we're celebrating our 100% beef franks. Well, America spoke and said, uh-uh. <laughs> Starting last week, the Oscar Mayer Company has welcomed back the Wienermobile. <laughs> Fantastic. Don't tell me you changed it to Frank Mobile to to honor your 100% beef Franks. You named it that because the word wiener wasn't in there. You pussies. It's a wiener. Isn't that a German word? Wouldn't it be cool if the wiener mobile was actually made out of a big hot dog? And, like, they, every time they stopped, they had to redo it because everybody takes a bite out of it. That'd be kick-ass. I mean, I'm looking at that big, giant hot dog. That could feed maybe six or seven people at least. But six or seven people I know. Oh, I'm sure that could feed a whole fucking city street, street city block, that hot dog. But it's not real. It's, it, it, it's, it's not. It's metal and stuff like that. So you can't eat it. I tried. I have been on the Wienermobile. I'll never forget when the Wienermobile came to Wet n' Wild when I was working there. Dude, that was so awesome. It was hard to keep the employees out of there. And if I ever see it on the road, I I go ape shit. I scared Braddy Kid one time because it was on I-80. It was it was headed west. We were headed east. And I go, oh, my God, oh, my God. And she's like, what, what? I go, it's the Wienermobile. Paint it like a rainbow dildo. Apparently, that's okay. At Safe Space, we can offer the authentic Ethiopian meal of nothing. Is the Wienermobile circumcised? It looks like it. It looks like it has some cuts in it. Good for them to bring the name back. Stop being such a fucking pussy. Wiener is German for person from Vienna. Wien. There you go. See, look, look, once again, once again, 
Are you going to get this on any other show? No. You ain't going to get that knowledge. You ain't going to get that learned. They act as if the Wienermobile is offensive as the Penismobile, the Tallywhackermobile, the Shaftmobile would be more offensive. If you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself, Harry Carey? Oh, I would see. I, I could see. I know that's a, a popular Will Ferrell thing. He gave Harry too much of a southern accent in his, uh, in his impersonation of him. But that's a question that Harry would have asked. Hey! Hey, Steve! Steve, if you were a hot dog, would you eat yourself? I know I would. Dunstan with the unassisted triple play. Anyway, let's get back to this. Uh, I put myself on a couple of Bavarian rolls. Slap me with some spicy mustard. Oh, and give me a Budweiser. Not like the people complaining about it would eat hot dogs anyway. Wait, wait. Arnie rode the wiener. Shame, shame. I never rode in it. I just got to go in it. It was parked. Hell, I wanted to drive the damn thing. Uh, San Francisco mayor, London Breed. I, I, what's going, what's going on in the Democrat world? You know, they're starting to turn on Joe, and now Democratic San Francisco mayor and moron, London Breed, has unveiled a plan to require anyone receiving welfare to comply with mandatory drug treat or drug testing and treatment programs amid growing pressure to get a hold of the city's homeless and fentanyl crisis. Huh? Like, 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 huh? This is not a, a democratic idea. Wait, wait a second. You want to, you want to give people money, but you're going to test them. By the way, by the way, she might want this, but I'm going to tell you where this is going to go. This is probably going to go right out with the old San Francisco Pirates now. If you weren't here for the beginning of yesterday's show, we learned that the homeless have taken to the high seas now, and they're robbing boats all over the San Francisco Bay Area. They're stealing boats and then fucking either sinking them or just leaving them in the Oakland Bay. It's phenomenal. Great job, homeless people. Great job, San Francisco. I mean, if you were to ask me, hey, Arnie, um, if we were to hand out money to homeless people, would you want them tested, tested for drugs? Duh, duh, duh. Of course. I don't want to be handing them money that from the taxpayers so they can go and buy more said drugs. Ken Dog says this is all lip service. They know they're getting obliterated in the polls. This will never be implemented. And you know what, Ken Dog? I got to say... Correct the mundo. I ain't buying it. I ain't buying it whatsoever. You're right. Hey, you're right. It's lip service. It's not going to happen. Of course it's not going to happen. 
I just find it funny. I, I, I see these stories and I just go, really? Seriously? Idiots. All right. Now, Brady Kid sent me this story. And then we have to end with our other dumbass or, or donkey of the day. Um, French newlywed couple Ophelia and Thomas Beladou received backlash after their ga- uh, after their wedding reception in uh, Buenos Aires. Uh, they said, "We oui, we, oui, I was afraid that we are going to pay for something that we did not like. If you are going to pay, you might as well get something you like." The viral clip posted on the greatest day of the year, September 17th. The bride and groom announced uh, their 45 uh, guests. They didn't give them an option of chicken or fish. No, they said, "Uh uh-huh, thank you very much. And so I'll let you discover tonight's meal. Come as you are. And they served... Guy walked in with brown paper bags of McDonald's. Oh wait, we got the video. Oh, here's the video. Sweet. Je vous laisse découvrir le repas de ce soir, le traiteur. Ah. Here we go. There, there's the guy walking in. We got some big old bags of McDonald's. Now, I got to say, I got to say, well played. Well played. I, I am down with this. Oh, my God. I would have been excited as shit. I mean, we, we look. We've all been to weddings, right? Right. It, it, and, and everybody tries so hard with the food. They try so hard. You have to have some sort of Chilean sea bass there or, or a fish dish. You got to have chicken. Sometimes you luck out and you get like a, a, a chocolate waterfall. I mean, only the special people get the nacho cheese waterfall. But, man, having fresh McDonald's at the wedding. Now that's a wedding I'd be down for. I don't I don't care. It could be McDonald's, it could be Arby's. This is a great idea. Rats is later all good to be amongst the living. Now to get my walking legs back. Have a good day. You too. See, I want Subway. Subway Subway would be bad, because that's cold. I don't want no cold sandwiches. Give me some hot stuff. What a stupid headline. McDonald's fries their burgers, not grill. Leave McDonald's. I mean, right, Ogre? Shit. Oh, Chick-fil-A wedding. That would be, oh, man. Gibby, that's the way to go right there. Arby's barbecue sauce in the waterfall. Ooh, Arby's sauce in the waterfall. Yeah, give me some of that. Or, or, or no, 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 no. You got to have the cheddar. You got to have the Arby's cheddar in the waterfall. You just grab a sandwich and you dip that whole thing under the cheddar, you are good to go. I do like McDonald's, though, as a reception. 
And you know some uptight people were at that wedding. Can you believe? But in France. Can you imagine that in America? You go to a wedding, you get all dressed up, and they serve McDonald's. Boy, you, y'all are going to be talking about that on the way home. Y'all are going to be talking about that on the way home. Can you believe they serve McDonald's at the wedding? That is so gosh. I did not even get any Chilean sea bass. Husband's like, well, they had filet of fish. All right, final story of the day and giving you an opportunity to meet our second. That's right, our second donkey of the day. Uh, This is a story about Joe Henry. Joe Henry is battling depression. Joe Henry is a Philadelphia Philly fan. (laughs) See, that's probably why he's battling depression, because he's a Philly fan or he lives in Philadelphia. (laughs) Well, Joe Henry's been battling depression for a while, and he thought, hey, you know what? I've been hearing about, and oh, and he has cancer too. He's probably sitting there, and he probably goes to one of his senior citizen meetings, and they go, hey, uh, you know what would be good for you? You need to get yourself a support animal. You know, a lot of people get these support animals. They get dogs. Some people go, you know, a little crazy. They get birds and things like that, cats. Well, Joe Henry decided that he was going to be the biggest dick in the yard. And not only did he get a stupid pet, but then, because they do this at ballparks all over the place, if you have a service animal, you can bring the animal to the park. And sometimes you have dog days where you can bring your dogs to the baseball field or the stadium. Joe Henry did not have a support animal dog. He did not have a support animal cat. No, instead, Joe Henry has a service animal alligator. (laughs) And the motherfucker tried to go to a Phillies game the other day, and he had the damn alligator on a leash. On a leash! Now, this is about... With the tail all done, this is probably only a, this is a little bit of alligator. It's only about five and a half, six foot alligator, maybe seven foot alligator at most. But it's still a fucking alligator. Do, do, do you think that a stadium setting where people are cheering and drinking in Philadelphia, where you probably got to walk through a crack neighborhood to get to the stadium? Do you really think they're going to let you bring an alligator in? <laughs> I mean, what kind of dumbass is this? And he's letting kids pet him? If Arnie Jr. went, if I were to take Roscoe to a game and some asshole had an alligator on a leash and Roscoe went over there, I would tackle Roscoe. 
Be like, you ain't touching no goddamn alligator from some creepy-ass old man. Old man, go back and get in your white van and give out candy to the kids you molest, for God's sakes. Taking an alligator to a baseball game. Everybody knows that alligators prefer football, you stupid ass. This dipshit says he's lovable. He sleeps with me. He steals my pillow, steals my blankets. He's awesome. Oh, I can't wait for that one day where they interview and he goes, Yeah, he stole my ball sack. Good God. Takes it to the damn water park where there are children. Is this guy related to John Wayne Gacy? And by the way, the, the alligator's name is Wally. What a stupid name for an alligator. I mean, seriously. Ugh. Donkey of the day. And that is going to do it for us today, ass family. There's deadlier things to take to a game, like Arn Anderson. <laughs> Very, very true. Uh, we're going to call it a day. We will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow's Friday. Look at that. You made it, people. Tomorrow's Friday. Please remember, every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. Uh, we will be back. So until then, y'all have a fantastic day. And adios, everybody. Um- <laughs>
is outside waiting to arrest him.